MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is a Wednesday. It's the 18th day of January. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A Lower Marion Township police officer will be facing disciplinary review in connection with a controversial traffic stop in which a woman was tased. <laughs> Lower Marion police said the officer was legally justified to deploy his taser, but they acknowledged best practices to de-escalate were not used. Why do you make that sound? Because uh, I was just talking about this yesterday, because all I really heard or saw were the headlines. Oh, you know, cop tases this woman, right? But then when you go, like, the woman... This woman was tailgating somebody it so is, yeah. so bad yeah. that she got pulled over by a police officer. And you then know, when, like, and maybe then when, she was an a-hole. You know what I mean? Like maybe she was a an uncompliant. You know, so like so automatically we've got to figure that this cop is like you know you know out of his mind and you know just ta- you know unjustifiably tasing this woman. But like you know, I I, really. I want to see how it all plays out. But like it was tasing Tuesdays though. It was a yeah. tasing yeah. Tuesdays, yeah. but like a promotion. We have all been tailgated by somebody so bad that you're like, what is this person's problem? Like, this woman was tailgating somebody so bad that she got pulled over. Well, then she was, yeah, and then and, she wasn't doing what the officer asked, which is what led to all of it. I mean, I agree with the case. So yeah. on Tuesday, police released video of the January eighth traffic stop. Police said the incident began a mile down the road from the Wawa in Ballot-Kinwood when an officer tried to pull over Chain Jordan uh, for allegedly tailgating a pickup truck. Jordan and the pickup driver pull over briefly and then they drive away again. Jordan then activates her hazards. Police say she also bypassed multiple locations to pull over before she proceeded to the parking lot off of Rock Hill Road. The officer, with his gun drawn and pointed down, engaged in a roughly two-minute conversation where he allegedly wouldn't, uh, where she allegedly wouldn't provide her license or registration and it's said, ask for a supervisor to arrive. There's an unknown risk here. You have the pursuit. You have noncompliance of the occupant. You have an inability to see in her car. These are all concerning, said Captain Jean Pasternak of the Lower Marion Police. Police said Jordan's Volvo had blacked out windows and she wouldn't keep her window fully rolled down. Mm. But the department is acknowledging that the primary officer could have de-escalated the situation better by waiting for backup, using the vehicle's megaphone system to command the situation and use less forceful language. An attorney for Jordan's said his client didn't feel safe pulling over on Conshohocken State Road and the guns, uh, the officer's gun removed from his holster also made his client feel unsafe. Police uh, charged Jordan of Norristown with resisting arrest, fleeing an officer, driving with a suspended license and drug charges after oxycodone and drug paraphernalia were found. The officer who deployed the taser remains on desk duty as the investigation continues. At the very least, the police superintendent says they will undergo additional training. Two people were killed and a third person was critically injured as customers picking up food at a Chinese takeout restaurant in southwest Philadelphia came under fire late Tuesday. At least 16 shots were fired shortly after 1130 in the evening on the 5400 block of Chester Avenue. Investigators are reviewing surveillance footage to get a more detailed description of the two shooters who opened fire in the small takeout area of the restaurant. Arriving officers found the three victims unresponsive on the floor. Two men ages 19 and 20 were both shot multiple times. A 43-year-old woman 
woman was also shot at least once. Uh, the woman and the 19-year-old man were pronounced dead at the hospital. The third victim is in critical condition. Police do not know the motive of the triple shooting. All three of the victims lived within a block of the Chinese takeout where the shooting took place, but it's unknown if they knew each other. The shooters were last seen running south on 54th Street. Philadelphia police are implementing new plans this year to try to reduce gun violence in the city. Despite the very violent incident, the city homicide rate is down compared to this time last year. Two drivers in Bucks County pulled off a major fuel theft worth over $3,000. Hilltown Township police released photos of the vehicle involved. Police say the driver of a white flatbed truck stole 342 gallons of diesel fuel from the Wawa on Route 313 at 745 a.m. on January 11th. God, wow. But then listen to this. Then at 910 a.m., police say the driver of a Ford F-150 used the same pump and stole 261 gallons of diesel. Police say both drivers knew how to bypass the pay system and equip the vehicles with aftermarket fuel tanks that can hold large quantities. Yeah, I remember one time there was a vending machine in a hotel that we stayed in and I found out the door <laughs> was open do. on it. And I, yeah. went in and I took a few, few things and then I hung around for about a half hour and like, I think I'm going to go back there and get some more. Uh, it's kind of like what this guy was doing. <laughs> you know? That is the same thing in a hotel. the same place. It was a... Law of diminishing returns. I was going to get busted yeah, eventually. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> Just like this guy. So they say both truck drivers were connected and working together, or they believe that they were connected and working together. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Hilltown Township Police Department. In sports this morning. The Flyers beat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2 last night in South Philly. Kevin Hayes had his first career hat trick. Rasmus Ristolainen and Morgan Frost also scored, and the Flyers rebounded from their worst loss of the season with the win over the Ducks. Over their last 10 games, the Flyers are 8-2 since an overtime win in San Jose. They're at home again tomorrow night with a game against the Chicago Blackhawks. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. Before the game, defenseman Ivan Provorov uh, did not take the pregame skate because he refused to wear the team's LGBTQ Pride Night warm-up jersey, citing his religious beliefs. He told reporters that it was his choice to stay true to myself and my religion, which he identifies as Russian Orthodox. He added, I respect everyone and I respect everybody's choices. Before the game, the Flyers wore Pride-themed jerseys and used sticks wrapped in rainbow tape, both of which are being auctioned off by Flyers Charities, with proceeds going towards their efforts to grow the game in diverse communities. The Sixers also won last night, beating the Clippers 120-110 in Los Angeles. Joel Embiid scored 26 points in the first half and finished with 41 points. The team was able to recover after blowing a 14-point first-half lead on their way to their third straight win. Embiid had nine rebounds and made 15 of 18 free throws before leaving the game with 2.53 remaining. It was his fifth straight game with at least 30 points. The road trip out west continues tomorrow night with a game in Portland against the Trailblazers. Tip-off is at 10 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. Here we are together once again, all waiting for the arrival of the sun, the beginning of the day, the midweek level that we get over that hump and head on down to the weekend. The question is, how are we going to do? How are we going to do today at the middle of the week? That's a good question. Sometimes it takes us out and sometimes we excel. I know. Well, I, I forgot my keys this morning. So it's taking us building. That's annoying. <laughs> had to, uh, I, I tried to call you, Steve, but I, I couldn't get through, so I, I had a nice little elevator ride with Jackie Bam Bam this morning, oh, nice. which is a good way to start off the day.
okay, to be honest. Yeah. We enjoyed our little trip and conversation. <laughs> talked about the uh, his costume from the Mummers Parade. Did you get any compliments on recent words? No, oh. he doesn't do that directly to me. Oh, he does. Uh, he, he, does he, goes to he goes to me. He goes to me. He's like, oh, authorized. Yeah. <laughs> a good word. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. he does not do All that with me. But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, what started off as a misstep ended up being a pretty cool thing. So uh, maybe that's the way your day will go. You'll have a little. You have a little bump the road, but it might turn into something that's positive. I'm surprised we'll I didn't get the call. Yeah, I called you, but it went straight to voicemail. But what the hell? What the is what going the hell? on? Well, nonetheless, we move forward. We're going uh, on Fox Good Day today. It's a Wednesday morning. That's what we do. We also have a chance for you to win tickets to uh, for the secret text word, Sarah Silverman's Grow Some Lips Tour, uh, which is coming <laughs> to the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City on February 4th. And tickets uh, and information available at OceanAC.com. But if you'd like to enter to win those tickets, uh, just text the word secret to 39333 and we'll send a word back to you. We'd ask you to call in later with that word. Designated caller wins those tickets and then we'll grab a random text or two. So simply by texting, you'll be in the running for it. So text word secret to 39333. All right. So let's take a break. Come back in a second. Uh, another listener generated stupid question for nice. you today. Oh, and yesterday's was good. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you to Sarah who provided that. Uh, and I've got a ton of stories to run by. So we'll get to that in just a moment or two. Hang in there. We'll be back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's pose a stupid question to the masses and see if we can get a winner of four pack of tickets for the 25th annual Philippine Tattoo Arts Festival, which, by the way, is Friday through Saturday at the Pennsylvania Convention Center, so that's this weekend. Uh, Listener Sean Beckett sent me this question, and I will pose it to you. Uh, He says, I have useless information I thought could make a decent, stupid question, and here it is. Manfred von Richthofen is better known by what name? Oh, or, I... or, or it might be Richthofen. Is, oh. But I'm not sure how in German you might pronounce this. Manfred von Rick or Richthofen is better known by what name? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. And we'll go through some birthdays while we await your answer. Uh, and there are some uh, pretty good ones. We'll start with this guy, uh, actor Hunter Duhan, or Duhan. I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name specifically, but Nick pulled this one up last second. And uh, in Wednesday, he plays Tyler. Oh, yeah. Who is uh, seeking the affections of uh, of Wednesday. I just the, started watching it finally. The oh, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I know you guys watched it a, a month or two ago, and we're all recommending it highly, and I just was behind. So I'm, I'm on three or four episodes in, and I like it as much as you guys did. It's oh, really it's, great. It's so good, yeah. yeah. He's he's playing, you know, essentially kind of a high school or maybe just out of high school. He's 29 years old. I yeah. thought he might have been a little older. <laughs> um, is he, is it doing, is he related? To James Doan, I don't know if he's related to James Doan or not. Who was Scotty? Yeah, uh, I was wondering the same thing. Says he was born in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Actor, writer. Yeah, and and I don't really know. 
go to the bottom. Uh, much well, else. I know he'd that probably be older if he was. He his recently... dad's name is Peter, and uh, okay. Peter Doohan was an Australian tennis player. So it is Scotty. Uh, yes. Uh, he recently got married. He's he's gay, and he recently uh, announced his uh, wedding nuptials. I believe uh, my uh, youngest was telling me about that. But uh, he he has a a weird delivery in his character. It's, Makes him instantly likable. Yeah, very I think. odd. But and also, uh, well, there's. Well, you just watch it. You got to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great show. I feel like I was just watching him in something else. In a, uh, the oh, James you know Doohan story. No, 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 no. He's in that uh, Your Honor with um, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Brian Cranston. Cranston. Yeah, so and he is his son. Okay. Did he attend the Martin Lawrence re- reunion? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Case, that Your Honor show was like the other one with... Uh, Chris Evans. Yes. I could and that's kind of why I stopped watching it. I was like, I can't Defending do this. Jacob yeah. was the one, and then Your Honor. They are just like, you watch them, and you're like, if I was, what do you do if you're ever in this situation? Like, you, Oh, really? Yeah, you're kind of like. stresses you out. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. totally depressing, stressful. What and was the conceit? Your child your child somebody. did something. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, Hunter Doohan is uh, 29 years old today. Big Star Trek fan. Uh, we have Jane Horrocks, who played uh, Bubble on Absolutely Fab, on AbFab, uh, which I really didn't watch. I know people who loved it. I, that would be me. I loved it. And yeah. they did a movie a little while ago, and it was great. She's 59 today. Uh, it's Kevin Costner's birthday today. Uh, Kathy. Kathy! Yeah, Yellowstone. Just won a Golden Globe, right? Uh, no, what did he win? He was, n- uh, I don't yeah, know, he, he won yeah, or was yeah. nominated. Yeah. Golden, yeah. Golden, Golden Globe, Globe. yeah. yeah. Uh, I could not attend because of the flooding. I, I watched uh, the other day because it was just on and I and, and the, the movie was starting and I was channel surfing. Yes, I still channel surf. Uh, Bull Durham was on. Great. And I watched the whole movie. I hadn't watched that in years. It's a great movie. It, it remains a very sexy movie, yeah. which was why it appealed to both men and women. It was a big hit. I like to, fl- I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I, there, there, I forget which movie it is. Uh, I can like picture the scene. It might be, was it with Jennifer Aniston? Was he in a movie with Jennifer Aniston? Uh, I forget yes. who the one was. Anyway, it was like, I remember watching that, and I was like, oh, I love this guy. And I feel like now with Yellowstone, it's like, he's just brought, I mean, he never went away, but like, he really brought, his, Let me ask brought you, himself back. Has he moved into Richard Gere crush territory for you? Uh, Yeah, like, yeah, prob- okay. probably with wow. the whole, I mean, not, no, not as much. I still yeah. love Richard Gere, but like him in Yellowstone, that character, yeah. Okay. Uh, the great Kevin Costner is 68 years old today. Uh, speaking of the great, Mark Messier, love him or hate him, guy was an amazing hockey player. Uh, he's 62 years old. Uh, actor Jesse L. Martin, who was oh. on uh, Law & Order for years. Uh, and also in Rent, he played Collins. He was great in that. Uh, that was the movie. And The Flash. Uh, super talented. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wasn't he, he on Broadway, too? Didn't he yeah. play the know. same Did part he? on Broadway? I think he was, Preston. Right. I think he was part of, the, one, of the, one of the cast. He is uh, 54 years old today. Uh, Jonathan Davis, lead singer of Corn, has his birthday. Oh, and we, he we, turns 52. We need to pay tribute, we probably. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Here's, you know what? He's a nice guy. We had him by absolutely. here. And he was, it was early morning, and rock stars don't do early morning. And he came in. He even somewhat admitted, but not in a not a nice way. But he was like, I really don't want to be here. <laughs> uh, and, and it was just kind of that. I don't know. It, it was. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't demeaning the way. No, he no, said no. He was being honest, like and he proceeded to give us a great interview. He was great. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we're in his honor. We're gonna. We're gonna play both versions. All right. Okay. All right. Happy birthday, Jonathan Davis. Fifty-two years old today. <laughs> 
Uh, Jason Siegel ah. has his birthday. Everything from uh, How I Met Your Mother to Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I love you, man. Uh, to Knocked Up and I Love You, Man. Uh, and whatever that series was, they shot here in Philadelphia. I watched a couple episodes of it. I wouldn't say that I loved it, but I, what I did love is the way it sh- was showing Philadelphia. Yeah. Made the city look great. Yeah. Uh, what am I doing here? Uh, this is from Forgetting Sarah Marshall when okay. he was super depressed. Singing okay, here on the we piano. go. The time to start the music. <laughs> oh, gonna light the light. Yeah, yeah, gonna get things started on the Muppet Show. <laughs> He's trying to make himself happy. He's depressed and drunk. <laughs> He's just crumbling and falling apart. That movie is so great for getting Sarah Marshall. He's 43 today. Last birthday I saw is actor uh, Mark Rylance. Oh, uh, and he's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, Bridge of Spies. Oh, uh, yeah. Ready Player One. He oh, yeah. played Faraday in that. Uh, and he's oh, this yeah. great, weird character. If you haven't seen the movie, don't look up. He's this mm-hmm. tech guru. <laughs> Uh, who has the ear of the president? Yeah, uh, and he is—he's a, a great actor. He man. really is. He's I think sixty-three today. He won. Did he win an Oscar for? He uh, maybe for Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Yeah, best yeah, supporting I think he or did, something. Yeah. Uh, is it Dave Bautista's birthday? Because I th- thought I saw that over on your screen over there, press. It is. If, yeah. It is. What? Yeah, but what? now this. Uh, how did he leave that off? I don't know. Uh, Dave Bautista, how old is he today? Uh, uh, this computer sucks, so give right. me a second because it froze for a moment. So you got to figure he's got the new Guardians movie coming out, Glass Onion, and he also is in the new M. Night Shyamalan film. Yeah, he is the lead. Yeah, not fact, yet. We have screening passes we're going to give away uh, later on uh, this week or uh, this morning uh, for that. Yeah, he's, wow, he's, he's 54 years old. You know, that's funny. We're the same age and I look <laughs> practically the same as him. Oh, you got more hair than he does. That's it. I do have more hair than ha-ha. him. My God. Army of the Dead, too, Preston. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. His uh, his star is continuing to rise, man. He's doing he's doing wonderful. Oh, and the new Doom. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Rabbit, that's right. He plays him. Or Raban, however you want to pronounce it. Well, happy birthday to you as well, Dave Bautista. Let's see if we can answer the stupid question. Manfred von Rich Fuffen. Fuffen. Uh, is uh, better known by what name? That's the question we have for you. And I will go to Chris and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Good, buddy. All right. Uh, Manfred von Ritzthofen is better known by what name, please? Baron von Ritzthofen is the Red Baron. All right. Thank you. Hey! The Red Baron. I wrote it down. I was right. Ritzthofen. Very good, sir. Hang on, Chris. And we are going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets for the 25th Annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival Friday through Sunday at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. And uh, 1,500 of the world's best tattoo artists are coming to Philly to tattoo you. And for tickets, you can visit villainarts.com. All right, a few things to mention. Number one, uh, Jeremy Renner took to Twitter uh, Monday and informing fans he's back at home now. So he's good to go. Or at least as good as he can be. Still on the men, but he's back home. He shared that he was watching Mayor of Kingstown with his family. He said, outside my brain fog and recovery, I was very excited to watch episode 201 with my family at home. That's good promotion for his show. I do watch that show. And Kathy, the guy who writes for that show also writes for Yellowstone. His okay. guy's name is uh, Taylor Sheridan. Okay. I guess yes. he's a really with that. Yeah. Perfect, prolific writer. Uh, and showrunner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this comes after the actor shared that he was uh, missing his happy place on his Instagram stories. He said it's a rough ride over the pass. 
Uh, and he wrote that alongside a photo of snow near his home. And he wrote, be safe out there, Reno, Tahoe. So, Oh, and Taylor's in Yellowstone, too. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he plays a character, like a, a brief, uh, like he pops in here and there. Okay, I have to look him up. I was reading an article yesterday, Preston, I think it was in the Daily Mail, about um, they're saying that conservatively he's probably looking at two years oh, man. of rehab before he gets wow. really, because in general his torso, part oh, of it was, was crushed. Oh, man. But for him to be where he is right now, and he's saying it, is miraculous. Yeah, absolutely. A public memorial for Lisa Marie Presley will be held on Sunday at uh, Graceland in Memphis, Tennessee. Her family's confirmed. A service for the late star will take place on January 22nd at 9 a.m. on the front lawn of the famous estate. The statement read, Riley, Harper, Finley, and Priscilla Presley are grateful for the support, well wishes, and outpouring of love honoring their beloved Lisa Marie. Uh, members of the public are invited to attend the event but are being encouraged to donate uh, to the Elvis Presley Charitable Foundation in lieu of flowers. Foundation offers support for various charitable organizations, especially focusing on arts, education, and children's programs in the Memphis Whitehaven area. Uh, Elvis and other members of the Presley family are also buried at Graceland, but it was previously announced that the late model would be buried next to her son, Benjamin, uh, who died in 2020. Uh, later on in music news, I, what I, I didn't know, there was a uh, really heartfelt message uh, penned by Axl Rose. They were apparently really good friends. Yeah. Wow. I didn't Who know knew? That. So we'll get to that later on this morning. Todd and Julie Chrisley ah! began their respective prison sentences yesterday after the Chrisley knows best stars were convicted of fraud and tax evasion in November. Uh, the pair will serve a combined 19 years in prison with Todd serving 12 years in federal prison and Julie serving seven. Uh, Todd reported to the federal prison camp Pensacola on Tuesday, while Julie reported to the Federal Correctional Institute and Federal Prison Camp uh, Mariana, and they will each be required to serve an additional 16 months of probation following their release. So, they got the book thrown at them. They really did, and they deserved it. Uh, They were a a blister on the ass of pop culture. Yeah, he's got to hate the face. You know what that is? Yes. You just look at him, you're like, oh, God. Well, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's overdone. Uh, yeah. He's obviously had work done, as has she. But, Preston, if you want to talk about the epitome of sculpted reality, mm. that's what that show was. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Spacey picked up a career award in Italy on Monday, despite controversy over the sex crime allegations that have tarnished the reputation of the Oscar-winning American actor. Fortunately, it was a sex crime award. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. I'm so surprised. Um, and honored uh, because I really endeavored to touch as many groins as possible. Yeah. And all the other sex crime... Uh... Uh, presenting Jared from Subway. We <laughs> <laughs> call the kiddos. <laughs> oh, my God. Marilyn Manson is the musical guest. <laughs> uh, so for the occasion, the 63-year-old was invited to speak at the museum. We actually have some audio case. Can you dig oh, that up for me? Okay. See if it's uh, if it was uh, sent over. Yeah, it was not sent over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so he said, I'm surely blessed and grateful and humbled, and my heart is very full tonight toward the Museum of Cinema for having the Lepal, I guess is how you pronounce that, uh, the guts is what that means in Italian, uh, to invite me tonight. Uh, he won Oscars, of course, for performances in American Beauty and the Usual Suspects, but his career largely ended a few years ago after more than 20 men accused him of sexual misconduct. You know, <laughs> okay, uh, yes, uh, horrible. The, he, well, he is legitimately a really good actor, you know, and he just threw it all away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or allegedly threw it all away. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Well, there's 20 people that that uh, say that he needs to be held accountable for something. Last week, he appeared uh, by video link before a court in London, pleading not guilty to several charges of sexual misconduct against one man about 20 years ago. The charges were joined uh, to an earlier five court indictment uh, related to alleged sex uh, five count indictment uh, for uh, sex offenses against three men between 2005 2013, which he previously professed. His innocence. So that continues. But he's got a nice award now. Oh, yeah. yeah. From Italy. All right. And a free dinner at Macaroni Grill. Uh, Christina Applegate is drawing attention to the audacity of trolls. The Dead to Me star shared a couple of messages that she received after attending her first award show since she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2021. One message read, MS didn't make you look that way. A plastic surgeon did. Oh, my God. And they wrote, and a bad plastic surgeon at that. So Applegate uh, wrote, so I made the unfortunate decision to look at some comments on the article from People Magazine about me and my kids at the CCA. Of course, I told her that it wasn't nice, and her reply was, what is wrong with people? And by the way, she said, I laughed at that comment. So. Yeah, that's the playground for scumbags. Yep, it most definitely is. So I, I get so mad at myself when I read a comment. That I t- I'm like, I'm like oh. and you know how I get with you because like you, you get carried. I mean, it, 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 it'll hit you, and it's like I feel bad for you. Well, listen, I, you know, if it's on my own personal page, yeah. it's like okay, you know, then um, that's not my fault. But if I go to something that's not my like, if I go and I read something, negative, <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh. right. I'm like, you, this is this is what you get for reading the comment section, <laughs> like this, a bank yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. This is this is you, not that I deserve it, but this is what you get. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm going to make some bad comments now, unfortunately, but they'll be verbally. Uh, Madonna. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, come on now. What? What's wrong? You Mad- this, he'll, he'll tell you. <laughs> Madonna will take a bow with a new tour through North America and Europe starting this summer. That will be a, quote, celebration of the pops, I, pop icons hits because they're calling it the celebration tour, I believe. Uh, so... She's 64 years old. She announced a tour yesterday with a star-studded video that nodded to the 1991 film Truth or Dare. It was a round table featuring some celebs. Uh, Diplo, Judd Apatow, Jack Black, Lil Wayne, Bob the Drag Queen, uh, Kate Berlant, Larry Owens, Meg Statler, or Stalter, I'm sorry, Eric Andre, and Amy Schumer. And they're sitting around, they're playing Truth or Dare like they did in that movie. It's in black and white. They're they're chair, chair, They're... Uh, challenging each other to do these things. Trying to be provocative. Yeah. And falling way short. Well, I mean, they're, they're doing some some goofy stuff, but it just it just doesn't look right. It doesn't seem right. These people are... Tr- it's, it seems she looks like, like a bullet constrictor. Well, her... Yes, number one, the, the amount of plastic surgery that's been done on her <laughs> is becoming alarming now. And she's also got. It looks like she has one of her teeth missing. To be honest, oh, it's, like it's a, your grill. It's yeah. a horrible grill. Yeah. yeah, but it, but it, it appears yeah. as if it's a blacked out yeah. tooth, like she was a hockey player and got punched in the face a few times. <laughs> you like my uh, conical bra there? So uh, Madonna said, uh, uh, "Well, so so they're daring each other back and forth." Like she tells. Uh, Amy Schumer, there's this uh, plate of onion rings, Kathy, small onion rings, and she goes, "I want you to lick this. Show us how you lick your husband's." Uh-huh. Ass is uh-huh. essentially, okay. uh, and so they're they're going back and forth. You know, I dare you to whip out your junk, blah blah blah, all this stuff. And it seems like it seems awkward because they're too old to be doing that. Doing this? Show that's, us your balls. That's what seems, I think, uncomfortable about it. Is it? Look, okay, 
I get what you're going for here, but it's you're, you're past that part. You're way past that part age-wise to be doing this, and it seems stupid. He yeah. should be watching Matlock. I didn't even make it to the end, and I read in this article what the point of it all is, because at some point Amy Schumer goes, uh, I, Madonna, I dare you to do a world tour and play your greatest effing hits. And so that's the launch. Right. That's the announcement <laughs> the of, of the tour. So I get what they were going for, but it dragged on too long. Go watch the video for yourself. See if you can last through it or not. <laughs> the 35-city Live Nation backed Madonna. The Celebration Tour will kick off July 15th at Rogers Arena in Vancouver. Stops in Detroit, Chicago, New York, Miami, Los Angeles, Denver, Atlanta, and Boston, among others. I didn't see a Philly date did in I. this story. Oh, damn. Uh, I know. And then uh, there's 11 dates throughout the fall, including London, Barcelona, uh, Paris, Berlin, Milan, and Stockholm, among others. I'll tell you what, uh, people who have seen her in concert. Have you seen her in concert? I've seen her in concert, and it's, uh, listen, I you, it great? You, you made the joke, and as bizarre as she is, if she came here, I would go. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it's well, supposed to be amazing, right? It, it, if, I mean, if you're when, mildly sure. a fan. Yeah, yeah, when I went, it. I mean, it was, it's a full, you guys know I like those type yeah. of shows. It was it's a full-on performance. She gets up, up there, and she performs. The last time she came to town, uh, I have a friend of mine who was... Is it the Met, right? No, no. It was, I think it was Wells Fargo Center because my friend tried to buy... He tried to flip tickets, right? So he bought right. a bunch of tickets and he was not able to sell them on the secondary market. Oh, wow, wow. So he ended up eating a couple of grand worth of tickets. He bought a hundred tickets? No, 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 no. A bunch of tickets. Oh, I don't know. said a hundred tickets. No, no, no. A <laughs> bunch of tickets. But... She's going to be in Pittsburgh, but I don't see Philadelphia. Ooh, yeah. Pittsburgh oh, really? and, and Madison Square Garden. And Ooh, not, not for nothing, but in that one scene in Truth or Dare where she flates the bottle. Yeah. It's not great. I mean, she <laughs> teats the bottle. Like, do you know what I mean? She, like, That's not an easy thing to do, to fillet a bottle. No, but it wasn't that big of a bottle. But it, it wasn't sexy because you just hear her teeth clanking off the bottle the whole time. And I just can't help it. I mean, she hasn't been sexy for a really long time. But maybe, that was in maybe. the 90s when she was a little bit sexy. In her defense, maybe she's been with guys that like the teeth thing. I don't know. Or guys who are made of glass. Or, got, or yeah. the, the glass penises. Yeah. Yeah. Take out that glass penis. Yeah. All right, well, anyhow, uh, we're moving on to other stories. Madonna's going to do a tour. <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian isn't bothered by Kanye West's new marriage to Bianca Sensori. Good. Marriage, mar- marriage is real? Uh, no. I mean, oh. it, well, they, there's no marriage license, but uh, they are calling. They they had a ceremony and everything. Well, it was actually a, a waiter at Fuddruckers that conducted the ceremony. Uh, a source told Entertainment Tonight the marriage and relationship is real <laughs> to Kanye and Bianca. Uh, but Kardashian isn't paying attention to it. Instead, the Skims founder is focused on the well-being of her children. That's good. She's a good mother. She's a great mom. She's a great mom. Uh, let's see. Law & Order SVU stars uh, Chris Maloney and Ice-T are having a good laugh at the National Enquirer's claim uh, that the pair are feuding. Maloney shared... <laughs> He shared a screenshot from an email uh, that the Inquirer sent to Ice-T on Twitter on Monday. The letter stated that Ice-T is, quote, envious of the attention Mr. Maloney has received. The Oz actor writes, so Ice-T was sent this. He was kind enough to let me know that we were feuding. And then Ice-T commented, <laughs> LOL. He said, clown-ass MFs. Chris is my MF man. F him if they can't make, uh, uh, F him, they just make BS up crazy, he said. So nothing going on there. How long has he been Ice T been playing a cop? It's got decades, right? Got to be twenty years, I yeah. think, uh, at least. 
Uh, so yeah, it's wild. He's had a he's had a great career over there, and he's on the back of the, my uh, Cheerios box at home right now. Yeah, oh, this is weird, yeah. man. When I have Cheerios on a Sunday morning, the funny thing about him is like with all all of the different aspects of him, he's he's a computer nerd. He's into gaming. He's a gamer, yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, the one and only Meryl Streep has joined the cast of Only Murders in the Building for third season, and so has Paul Rudd. I love this. Selena Gomez and uh, Steve Martin, and also uh, Martin Short, announced the news on Instagram on Tuesday. Uh, it's not yet been revealed whether Streep will be a guest star or a series regular. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty neat because they're just doing an Instagram live video, and they're sitting on set in yeah. a a break room or something like that, and she's kind of doing a selfie video, and she's panning left and right, of course, all these stars around here, and then all of a sudden, Meryl Streep pops up behind her. Which is a huge get. Uh, Did you finish off the second season? Nope. I I didn't even finish off the first season. Oh, okay. I'll I'll go back to it. I'll tell you what. Start from the beginning. I love the first season, but I love the second season a little bit more. I love Martin Short, because in this video, uh, Meryl goes, uh, can I get you guys anything? And, And Martin goes... Well, you can get the tea I've been waiting for about 30 minutes for. <laughs> Something along those lines. I ordered it about a half hour ago. Uh, and Paul Rudd ended up in the season finale. Okay. So we knew that he was going to be a part of season Did 40. not know that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Kristen Chenoweth opened up about the injury that nearly killed her on the set of The Good Wife in 2012 in a recent episode of What Happens Live. She said, I heard, she said, like, a flagpole sound, which I don't know what that means. That you do not want to hear the sound of a flagpole. She said, that's a bell. She I said, I literally heard, she said, we're losing the light. I heard action, and then I woke up in Bellevue Hospital, and it, it hit me in the face, and it threw me into a curb. Seven-inch skull fracture, hairline fracture, and teeth and ribs. She said, uh, listen to this, Kathy, my hair extensions, she Aww. said, made the hairline fracture go together. And my doctor said, what are these metal things? I said, they're hair extensions. He said, they saved your life. Oh what? Wow. Yeah. What? The actress added that she regrets not taking legal action against the network. She said, I didn't do it out of fear and anxiety, so don't ever let fear rule your life. I have long-standing injuries from that, and I wish I had listened to my dad who said, you're going to want to do this. And we're not the suing family, but when you're practically killed, she said, so she wishes she would have done that. I guess she has these lingering problems. But sometimes those things, you know, you who would have thought that that would save her? I remember I stepped on a rake one time, and that was the one day I happened to be wearing Kotex, Preston. Oh, and, yeah. and that saved you? It saved me, yes. Okay, I had no Protected idea. Protected me. Wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, in his recent interview with Vanity Fair, Channing Tatum revealed that his production company, Free Association, has the rights to the 1990 film Ghost and that he's planning to star in a remake of the movie. I wonder how they do that. I think it's about time for that. Yeah. It, it's been long enough where they could they could easily remake that and make it happen. Will be won the Oscar for that. Uh, he said, but we're going to do something different. He said, what's, uh, what's more in the interview... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what's more? The interview was conducted while uh, Tatum made pottery. <laughs> He said, so now I know why they put pottery making in Ghost. He said, uh, this whole process is very, very sexual. You know, it's funny. Uh, he's in the movie Bullet Train. He does. He pops up in cameos in a number of movies oh, yeah. and, and makes fun of himself. He's funny in Bullet yes. Train. Yes. Yeah, he's and he's sort character. of hitting on Brad Pitt. And a character you did not quite expect to show up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, according to today, Sally Field will be the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award 
at the 29th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards in February. Presenting Jared from Subway. No. <laughs> uh, SAG after a president, our president, yes. Fran Drescher. Uh, said in a statement, Sally is an amazing actor with an, enorm- an enormous range and an uncanny ability to embody any character. From the flying nun to tender mercy. Uh, she has an enduring career because she is authentic in her performance and always projects likability and humanity. She just connects. So she gets a Lifetime Achievement Award. Which she's pretty great. phenomenal. Yeah. Places in the Heart, one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, she absolutely deserves that. Uh, so this is nice, and I haven't seen uh, yet, but um, Night Court is back in session after three decades. Uh, the comedy's eight-year run chronicling the oddball-filled night shift of a New York City courtroom ended in 1992. Uh, it's returned to NBC uh, yesterday. Is it more, is it on Peacock or straight up on NBC? It just says it returns to NBC right. on Tuesday with a double episode premiere. Uh, the familiar courtroom is the same, but the personnel has changed. Many original Night Court uh, cast members have died, including uh, Marky Post and Harry Anderson. Of course, he died in 2018 and will forever be remembered by fans as the magic trick-loving Judge Harry T. Stone. John Larroquette, 75 years old, who won four Emmys playing narcissistic prosecutor Dan Fielding, returns. Uh, and he has a white beard this time around. And I uh, love this show. I did, too. Yeah. And I loved him. And yeah. I mean, there were so many great characters on that show. But Fielding was hilarious. I'm, I'm John Larroquette. I'm always nervous on reboots on shows that I absolutely love. So I'm, I'm, I'll walk into this one a little trepidatiously. But um, I guess Melissa Routh plays uh, Harry's daughter. That's right. He plays yeah. Abby Stone. Uh, she plays Abby Stone, and he was Harry Stone on the show. Is Richard Mull dead? I think he is. No, it's his birthday no, he's the other day. We just talked about him the okay, other day. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yep. I want him to be in this show. Charles... Uh, Dodge, uh, Mac, right? Yep. And then, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. How old and is Marky Richard Post? Post. Post, yeah. uh, Harry Anderson. He's in his 80s. We talked, uh, it was yeah. his birthday, I think, this week, Steve. Wow. Uh, so he said, um, uh, according to the character, Dan Fielding returns, uh, burned out. Uh, he is recruited as a public defender by the new presiding judge, the late Stone's grown and equally eccentric daughter, Abby, who is played by Melissa Rock from Big Bang Theory. Yes. Uh, and Larroquette said, I'm now 75, uh, not the 35-year-old who started playing that character. I can't do the physical comedy I used to do. But he said, hopefully, with wit and intellect, we have found other ways for him to be funny, not just the clown that he was in the 80s, but it's a new world. He you know what? He turns a uh, in a great performance in the movie Blind Date. Uh, oh my God, he's great he's in yeah. that. effing hilarious. The obsessed ex-boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that character. Yeah. I haven't seen him in many things. What was he in? Uh, stri- was it Stripes? It was a uh... yes. He's in Stripes. He yeah. was the he was the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, he was their their commanding officer. So that's all I remember: Stripes, Blind Date, Night Court. What else has he done that I would <sighs> really remember? It. You know, it's funny. His he well deserved his Emmy wins, but he was always up against Bill Cosby, who would remove himself from the process. Oh, really? So okay. he would always pass on that, and uh, I think in one of his acceptance speeches, he said, and oh, most of all, I want to thank Bill Cosby. Huh. Uh, but Casey, I'm not sure exactly uh, what, but those are the three big ones that stand out to my mind, and he was such a you know what uh, he did? prominent role in each of those. He stood out as a character. He's the voiceover in the Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. Yeah, okay. The original. Exactly. And you know what? You know what he was paid to do that? What? Weed. <laughs> No. <laughs> they gave him pot instead go. of money for doing the voiceover for the beginning of that movie. <laughs> All right, we're ready for clips. Here we go. 
Bling Empire documents the inner lives within a group of influential Asian Americans living in Los Angeles as they balance modern life with traditional cultural values. And here, producer Christine Chu talks about dealing with influencers. I don't hold any grudges. I think life's too short to hold grudges, although she did say a lot of um, not-so-nice things to my face and, of course, behind my back. I don't, don't want. I don't think I want to see it. Bling Empire Season 3. Season 3? Uh-huh. Is That's out on Netflix So much now. catching up to do. I know. You finished that sentence about not holding grudges by holding a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, she's like, I, I don't hold that. grudges, I don't, but this person I have a grudge against. All right, next clip. Here we go. Along the way to television series adaptation of the video game The Last of Us is crawling its way onto screens. And in this clip, Pedro Pascal uh, discusses the unusual first interaction he had with co-star Bella Ramsey. We just were as casual as we could be. You came in for to get your hair cut. I was shooting. And then we and then the next and then the first time we were together, I was like throwing you up against a wall. Uh, the Last of Us is available on HBO and HBO Max. Steve has watched the first episode twice already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really love it. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope they can uh, continue with this. But Pedro Pascal is so good. I've got uh, to uh, I gotta watch this. Just perfect casting. Nice. All right. Uh, that's the last of the entertainment report for this morning. Uh, we have Fox Good Day to do today. We also have a secret text word. We have your opportunity uh, to win a pair of tickets to see Sarah Silverman. She's uh, playing at the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City on February 4th. So if you're interested in winning that, um, text the word secret to 39333, and we'll send you that word, and we'll ask you to call in with it later on this morning. We'll also get you registered to win a pair of tickets, even if you can't call in later on this morning. So what the hell? What the hell? Go for it. All right, we're going to take a break. Our day is beginning. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show, Friday from 3 to 5 at Acme at 19th and Oregon in South Philly for an official Eagles pep rally. Play against Casey in our inflatable and indoor football toss to win prizes, samples, Eagles merch, and more. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. So we got a the mostly cloudy day on tap for today, but sometimes, like I said yesterday, the, the cloudy day... <clears throat> Uh, actually gives you a great sunrise and sunset, and there's a very pretty sunrise right now. That little cloud line over there. I love uh, it. From where I'm looking, looks gorgeous, so hopefully your day is going to be beautiful, too. We'll see. Yeah, you put a Bob Ross in that delivery. You know what? Yeah, I heard it. Thank you. I, heard it. I couldn't uh-huh. help but, uh, but, but yeah. go into that. And hopefully it's your good. day is going to be nice, too. <laughs> You'll uh, get hammered later on if you want to. All right. Um, Casey had a question. You requested the floor. To pose, yes, to the uh, listening audience this morning. He did request the floor. I did. So the it's floor a, is given. It's a social etiquette <clears throat> question, and I don't want to go under fire for even asking this question. If By the way, it, we don't know what he's going to ask. Yeah. No. So, so don't blame us. Yeah. We might shut this down. I don't know. Yeah, you might. You might. We'll and it's happened in the past. But uh, I, I feel like um, a lot of us have been in this situation. Okay. And, uh, and so if, if the answer is obvious, I apologize. But... If the answer is obvious and it's the opposite of what I think it is, then we have to have a discussion. Okay. <clears throat> going out to dinner um, in a couple of weeks with uh, a bunch of people. I think there's going to be 10 of us all together. And we're Ten going. People. Yeah. And we're going all. Um, oh. I'm going to the. Okay. What do you think it is? It has to do with the bill. Yeah. Yes. Of course okay. it does. And alcohol. No, actually, no? it's a BYO. Okay, it's a BYO. Right. So that's Which even is better. Which is Kathy is bring your own. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it's a. 
It's Write a bring your own <laughs> beverage. <laughs> Why you look at me and like explained it so? Okay. Um, but we had had this discussion before, and, and normally, like, if we go out to dinner, I have no problems like splitting the check, you know, evenly or whatever. Right. And when I went out to dinner with all these people in Scottsdale, Arizona. I didn't even know these people. I only knew two people at the table. I think I had soup that night, and you guys were like, that tough, tough cookies. You got to pay. I'm like that, but I had soup, and I, I, I felt like What's it, your question? I felt like it was up to everybody else to go. You're reliving the past. <sighs> this this is a new What's time. The new question. Anyway, uh, you guys are ruining this for me. No, um, <laughs> you're taking us back to a discussion we had about you about you. We decided you, you about chipping in equally on that soup. The soup is in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let the soup go. Yeah, but so. But this is where I feel like we we disagree on things from time to time. So my question is this. We're going to a restaurant where my wife and I have a gift card for this restaurant. So the bill comes back. Let's say the bill's $100, right? This is the meal you're going to be going to with the 10 people. Yeah. And you have a gift card. And we have a gift card. So my question is... Does the gift card just shave that no. money off of the bill, or does that count as no, our? That's yours. That's ours, right? You're handing money in. Okay. Oh my God, Kathy, you and I are in agreement. I, I, in I agreement agree. here. I agree uh, that that a gift card is the same as money. You're paying yeah. with you're paying yeah. with something. It's currency. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. Okay. It's Case, absolutely I, fine. So um, we, I just went out to dinner. We we had a big group. Actually, we were there with ten people, and um, a bunch of people have gift cards. What I will say is to make it easier before you go. Call and make sure you have the proper amount on that card. You know exactly yes. what's on there so that you hand it in. You go, it's 50 bucks. It's not even a gift card. It's actually a gift certificate. Cause, yeah, because okay. it's like it's not a chain or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. give Casey food. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Listen, your money. As long as yeah. it's taking money off, uh, you know, the charge, the bill, that counts. It counts, absolutely right? absolutely counts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I have been in situations where it's like, oh, we're going to, um, and, um, Oh yeah, we're just gonna you know we're gonna take a hundred bucks off and then we'll all pay off of no the no, that's the, the amount that is currency I that is what you're putting into the meal. I think you could do that if you wanted to. That's our call, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, it's, and it's not expected who's gonna force you to do that? Oh, wait a minute, we might have a Uh-oh. naysayer in the other oh, room. No. Saying Hold on. <laughs> no, but I have a suggestion for you. Okay. Because I do this a lot, Casey. I have um, monthly BYO dinners with friends, and I feel your soup problem. Because as a vegetarian, sometimes we have a very meat-heavy meal, and I end up splitting and paying for everyone's meals while, like, my veggie one was a little cheaper. So uh-huh. whatever, I just have to suck it up. What we do, though, is, um, and I'm assuming because your wife is very smart with money, you have a credit card that gets good points. Well, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So you can suggest, <laughs> you can offer to pay for it and put it on your credit card, get the points um, and from take the restaurant, all the cash. take give all the cash, cash yeah. or get Venmos from everybody, and then that way you are you actually end up using the whole gift certificate, so you're not stuck with like seventeen dollars left on a gift certificate that you're never going to use again. Right. You pay that off, and then you have <laughs> so all the money work. from everybody. No, it's it's very easy. You just say everybody Venmo me this much. This is what it is divided, and then you get to use your whole gift card. Um, and, uh, by the way, I don't drink, so I'm always paying extra in a bill. That's you know, what I like, thought you were going to say. Yeah, I, I mean, and I, 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 honestly, I don't have a problem with that. The only time I ever really had that issue is with, with the soup issue in Scottsdale, Arizona, where I was like, 
I only had soup. <laughs> I only had soup. Somebody needs to step in here and go, hey, soup. you know what? <laughs> I only had soup. <laughs> He wakes up from his nightmare. <laughs> There's a few people who are suggesting that you that you save the gift card for another time, another visit for you and your wife. I'm, I'm just saying, no. I'm just passing. No, I message. know, but this place okay. is in South Philly. It's, it's okay. not going to. You're not going to get back. We're not going to get back. Gotcha. In fact, right. the gift card's probably a year or two old. Mm. You know, it's still good though. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that, too. Yeah, would you be able to take a gift card? All of a sudden, he's Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, I wrote down the phrase, let the soup go. I don't know what I want to do with that. Let the soup. Just let the uh, soup go. Why don't you go. forget the soup I for think, a moment? I think that, uh, I think me, I think that's perfectly fine. I think no matter what, it's taking money off of the bill. I, I, it, that, it was gifted to you. It is now your possession, that yeah. credit at that particular yeah. restaurant. It's, it's totally fine to do that. I also think, though, Casey, when it when it comes to splitting the bill, um, people of a certain age, once you get to a certain level of adulthood, I think it's just you split evenly, even if you just got the soup. Now, if you are very, very hard, if it's very, if money is very, very mm-hmm. in, a, in a tight place, I think that that's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just got the soup. <laughs> Or if you're younger and you're say still building right. into your a fortune, and, and, yeah, building your 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 nest egg and everything, yeah. right? Then maybe you'd be a little bit more picky about uh, dollars and cents when it comes to a bill. But if you get to a certain level of adulthood, it's just like <laughs> right because I think it all evens out. I think somebody some night you're going to get a steak and they're just going to get the steak, <laughs> and uh, the same thing's going to happen. I have a, a question for servers because I've heard this before and I don't know if it's valid or not. Do servers hate when you split the check? Do, it's as, so easy these days. I think so, so too, but yeah. like. I, would well, I think if you tell them ahead of time, it, this is what I've heard. If you tell them ahead of time, don't do it after the whole meal. Well, you got to do it when you go in, when you sit down, and then it's okay. What I was, uh, what I wanted to finish saying was, um, do they hate it when you split the check like five ways? Like I think it's fine if it's two people and uh, or two separate bills. But I think when, like, if there's ten people at this dinner and you split it five ways, yeah. you might get different tips from different people. And I'm, ju- I'm just curious. Nick, I don't know I'm, what the I'm, answer I'm is. considering my own. Um, Inadequacy in uh, math and all of that. I, I would, to me, if I were a server, it would be uh, a pain in the ass. But it doesn't seem to be much of an issue. Okay, uh, yeah. for yeah. you people. I, I agree. listen. They they do this for a living, and especially a seasoned yeah. server will know how to do that very easily. And I'm sure that they have some assistance at the at most restaurants to, to split it up evenly. And it's a little more paperwork and a little more, you know, a few more things you have to hand out. But yeah. uh, I don't know because it takes some calls from servers. Absolutely, two one five two six three WMMR. You can let us know. So uh, I don't often like to split the check that way or, or divide it, you know, ahead of time. However, uh, there are people that I go out to dinner with that I have to. Uh, I will will not share a check with them Why? anymore. Well, one, because they itemize every last glass of water that they've that's, had. That's oh too boy. much. Uh, and then they don't tip as much as I do. And and I've I, and I've decided and like it's taken, I'm not kidding you, it has taken before like, you know, half hour for them to figure out the bill. And I'm like, I'm not doing this with them anymore. So knock I, it off, right? It's so just I mean knock it the hell off. So if I if I go out to a restaurant, I will tell the server and this is honestly this is my only experience asking a server to to split the check. But um anytime I've done it, I'm like if it's a big deal, don't worry about it. And they, no, no, it's it's not a big deal. As yeah. long as you tell me now, it's yeah. not a big deal. And so that—that's the only my so only reason. Essentially, by doing that and letting them know ahead of time, they're just—they're going to treat it as 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 ten separate people coming in for. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess that's all. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, it is pretty great to not have to do any work, and then just at the end of the night, somebody goes, "Oh yeah, it's a hundred bucks a couple." You're, oh. 
Thank you so much for doing all that. Here's your hundred bucks. I will pay money just to not have to do that I'm math always, at the end of the night. I'm always the person at the table that like the money and everything comes to me. Oh. And I was like, what? And I don't know. I guess I've taken that on, but I'm always the person to figure out the bill and split the when bill. When we were in Chicago, you. Did you, I do you it? handled See? that, I think. Did we were really? at Gibson's? Did I? I yeah. think so. Yeah, like, it just, yeah. and I don't know. You and Nick might have been the ones that sat over I, there and got it all worked out yeah, for us. Yeah, I'm the same as you, Kath. I do it as well. And uh, even if I had a, you know, a few drinks or whatever, I want to just make sure that there isn't hurt feelings, you know, like that everybody's sort of on the same page. And mostly, I want to make sure that the server gets the tip that they're due. <laughs> See, I, I just want to make, I just want it to be done and over with and easy. Yeah. Like, if yes. I have it, Same. I'm splitting it every which way, however many people are at the table and if some, and I will, case if somebody just had soup or or doesn't drink, I usually will split it and then say, you don't worry about the tip like the rest of That's us will take care of the That's what's supposed to happen. I'm not supposed to be the chief say going, hey man, I only had soup. Yeah. Somebody else is supposed to notice that and go, Oh, dude, he only had soup. You know, why don't you just give us a hundred bucks? So I'm, I'm a wrong, the wrong metric to apply to this I because, know. because I, <laughs> I, I roll in a different way. But a lot of it is predicated in what you guys are all talking about. That you know, that ah, oh, this and that and then and I'll just let me get it. Yeah. Steve <laughs> says, "I just had soup. I'll pay for the whole bill." Right. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I get, I find myself, uh, Preston, I find myself because of that itemizing and all that stuff. It makes me not enjoy the meal knowing yeah, that's, that, coming. That, that's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had, uh, so my buddy Jeff is usually the money guy when we go out to, like, as a group. And <laughs> there was one time, I, I guess we just got our, our signals crossed or whatever. And we all thought Jeff was taking care of the bill. Jeff thought everybody else, somebody else was. And we left the restaurant. We, oh, got, we got chased down in the parking lot <laughs> oh like, like we were, you know, stealing Whoops. our, I know. Dine and dash. Uh-huh. Wow. I like going to restaurants every now and then where uh, somebody uh, hands the credit card to the person at the beginning, mm-hmm. and, and nobody thinks about it. And then, like when the, the bill comes at the end, everybody's like, "No, uh, such, uh, Steve took care of it." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let me go to some calls here. First to the gift card thing. And Lindsay's been on hold for a little while. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Hey, Durka, 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 oh, Durka, Durka, Durka. What's happening, Lindsay? Hi. So, actually, our group feels the complete opposite of you. That when we get a gift card and we go out with some good friends, we take it off the bottom mm-hmm. and then we then we divide it up. And mm. I, I don't know. It just seems more, you know, we're with good friends. We're having a good time. There's nothing wrong with that. There's not. I, I, I mean, if you, if you make the, if you make the decision ahead of time and that yeah. and it's kind of a nice thing to do, it's like it's almost found money. But you're you're not obliged if you have a gift card to to take it off the bottom. You can apply it as that's you paying your part of the tab. Right, but we also had the situation where we went out with a few couples that we're more more or less acquaintances with as opposed to really good friends, and they actually started over-ordering because they had a gift card and they knew they were going to use the gift card, and it got everybody pretty aggravated. Okay, so so the, you were they were going a little crazy and ending yeah. up making all you when you split the bill pay more. Yeah, yeah. All right. Exactly. All right. Thank you yeah. for your input, so, Lindsay. Here's Appreciate something, it. Preston. That uh, when I give, I'll give Claire gift cards to restaurants, and then when we go out to restaurants, uh, she'll try to take out the gift card, and I'm like, no, no, because I, it's like I gave myself the gift card mm-hmm. because you now want her to use it if you're use not it there. for your friends, right. use it for. Uh, is that yeah. crazy? No. Okay. Hang on. I want to go to uh, some servers now. I have Kim. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Hi, good morning, it. Uh, good morning. Good morning, it. All right, Kim, splitting the bill. What do you think of that as a server? So I've been a server for a really long time, and the restaurant I work at currently, 
They make us split it no matter how many people. Even if we have a party of like 25 people Whoa. and they want to split it 25 ways, they'll make us do it. I uh-huh. hate it. <laughs> okay. Absolutely hate it. Just because of the extra work that's involved, all of the wrangling yeah. all those bills and... Exactly. The little flap thing that it comes in uh-huh. and all that. You got a book. You're handing him a book. Yeah. yeah. All those pens. So, so I, I assume you, you. So you take the amount. You you divide it by twenty. You've got a calculator, or whatever. So you divide it that way. But then you've got to issue the separate bills for each person. That's the pain in the ass. Correct. Yes. All right. Correct. Yeah, but she's not just dividing it. She's got to put no. who ate what on each bill. Yes. Oh, you're exactly. talking about. You're talking about. Okay, not splitting the bill. No. Okay. Separating it out. What What is more difficult, separating or splitting it? Separating it out. But that's, okay. that's what they usually want. They want you to separate it out by what they've gotten. Yeah. Uh, I could see that being a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now, yeah. What, if, what if, uh, Kim, they tell you at the top of the meal, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to all have individual checks and not splitting it, but, but individual what we owed. Is that a little bit easier? I mean, that's like you're wrangling five tables at once, but... I mean, it, it's it's still kind of a giant pain. Honestly, none of us like doing it. We um, okay. it's, it's one thing if it, it's one thing if it's like five people. That's not that bad. But twenty five people, it's it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Would, would it help you, Kim, if if uh, people did like what Casey did with this huge party and they just tried to beat the bill and run out into the parking lot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when, when, when they, let me ask you something, Kim. When when they when they split, um, like uh, for your your tip wise, <clears throat> when they split the bill evenly. Do you tend to get a um, a substantive tip, or is it less than you might have expected, or more? Sometimes, sometimes it's less. It depends. But what Casey was saying with the gift card, because that also actually just happened to me the other night. Uh, the table paid with, partly with a gift card, and they basically looked at it as a discount on their bill, not payment. So they put right. me on the on the discount, like on the minus gift card. Yes, yeah, so you uh, have to watch that too, because yeah, you got to yep. make sure you're tipping yeah. them the proper amount. Yep, absolutely. Exactly. All right, thanks, Kim. We got a bunch of other servers to go to. Appreciate it. Uh, there is a restaurant that I went to that I feel like, um, and maybe you guys can help me out here. The like, essentially, there was like an iPad that you ordered with at the table. Oh. And you could do... It was so, a Bar Taco, was it? What? There's a bunch of restaurants that are doing yeah. that now. Uh, Olive Garden does that now. Bar um, Tacos in King of Prussia. And so yeah. that, that's a place where you sit down and uh, you just order from the table. When you want another round of tacos or another margarita or whatever, you just uh, you punch that in. So you don't have a dedicated server. Is that, uh, is that what you're talking about? Right, this is different than what I'm talking about. Mine, mine is uh, 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 rounding up the bill and, and getting all that done. You can do on... Uh, right, you could so, do separate checks that way, right? Well, yes. there, you're, it's yeah. like separate person by yeah. person. So yeah. if you... If you or, you know, just have one tape. You want to do your, you know, entire family, put one credit card in. But I went with a friend, and we both put separate credit and cards in. We just paid for what we ate and drank. Right. That floating yeah. craft from Oblivion comes out to your table. <laughs> 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 like, 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 sound effects. Do we really? Yeah. Look up Oblivion in uh, uh, in the Vox Pro and see if that uh, if that comes up. Because <laughs> this is your your droid uh, or yes. your your drone up uh, waiter. I wanted another taco, please. <laughs> All right, let's see if uh, we have some other servers who want to chime in. I'm going to go to Kevin next. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Good morning, you beautiful people. Oh, you're a beautiful man, Kevin. Look at you. What's up, bud? Uh, so, yeah, I've been a server for some years. My girlfriend is a veteran server. Uh, we both absolutely hate splitting checks, mainly when it's over five people. Um, just as Kim was saying, it's, it's a pain, but... 
more importantly, when you're tipping with credit, we don't get paid as much uh, because of taxes. So if you have the cash, tip in cash. Is that because always do. you don't claim the uh, cash every time? We typically can claim the cash. It will vary from restaurant to restaurant. Um, cash, we typically claim, and we don't get taxed on it. As where if you're going to split all these checks and everyone sure. tips credit, uh-huh. we're going to get more taken off overall if you were to rather just oh. tip under one bill. I also, uh, so quick question to you, Kevin. If someone has a credit card, uh, someone has a gift card, uh, this is what happens when I'm using a gift card. I tip, um, I, I'm a pretty good tipper to begin with, but I will tip that much more because I haven't paid for the meal. Yes, then we love you. All right, right, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Uh, We'll go next to Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, you're a server, Gabby? I am. I work at a high-end restaurant. Okay. And splitting the bill, is that an inconvenience? Yes, because it's seldom black and white, and there's often times splitting hairs of what exactly they want on their checks. Um, and especially when it comes to a larger quantity party, uh, to me, it just comes off not tactful and it just really speaks to an inexperienced diner. So w- would you advise if people are going to do that, get there, get everything straight before before you end up at the table? Uh, in other words, it could help expedite things if everyone is clear on what they're paying for. Um, it, I mean, it would, but usually it's with a larger group that this is happening. Right. Um, so they can very rarely tell you exactly what they're going to be paying for because they haven't ordered yet. Who had the roast um, beef? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even touch it. Yeah. Hey, Gabby, I have a question. Do you ever have, because you've, you've done this for a while, do you have um, diners tip you using, uh, you know, a cash app like a Venmo or an Apple Pay or something like that? So they, I've had people inquire before, but our restaurant group doesn't accept that form of payment, right. so it's not an option for them. I, I had a, there was a um, I paid a bill uh, over the holidays, and there was um, an error when it came to adding the tip to my credit card. And so the server, in a really polite way, came out and asked if we wouldn't mind doing that. And I was like, of course, yeah. So I, I sent him money via Apple Pay, but that was the first time I've ever done it that way. Oh yeah, that's that's not something we've ever been able to entertain. Uh, Our fudgy wudgy people down the shore had do they do? Yeah, there's a, there there are a lot yeah. of restaurants that do that. Probably not bigger I, places. You're like finer fudgy wudgy restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I thought there was an issue for a while with the Venmo and um, Apple Pay. Do you remember there was? Um, I don't know if that pertained to restaurants, but but uh, some places were not were not going to use that form of payment anymore because of a surcharge. I don't know. Well, we, that's if you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it's your if you're a business, so you okay. heard that, Gabby. I was going to say that's probably the reason why we're not going down that road is that it's heavily taxed, to my knowledge. Um, and that's like a recent thing that's been implemented. So. Okay. I think it depends on the app and the way in which you're paying. I mean, like the guy that I, the server that I paid, it was just from my bank account to his via Apple Pay. Yeah, it's uh, if it's a business right. Venmo account, okay. you get taxed on All right, thank you, Gabby. Appreciate it. All right, so it Oh, sounds... I see you paid him directly. Yeah. He, okay, he, all right. He, my tip didn't work on my credit card. There was They had a, a, a computer issue, and he came out, and he was like, hey, man, I didn't get this tip properly. Would you mind doing it via Apple Pay or, or Venmo or whatever? And I was like, yeah, that's no problem at all. Yep. Um, so I just sent him cash. All right, we'll go next to Paige, another server. Hi, Paige. Good morning. Hi, uh, long-time caller, or long-time <laughs> listener, first-time caller. I like both ways I work. Like yeah, yeah. Long-time caller, first-time listener. <laughs> <laughs> that you were so impressed. Uh-huh. You've been calling radio stations. You said, this is the one I'm going to listen to. Yeah. All right, Paige, uh, you used <laughs> um, to be a server, it says here. Yeah, I was a server for a long time. Um, so my biggest pet peeve was it, if it was like a big table, I would say like five or six at the max, like, 
separating a bill because trying to keep track of like a 10 top when you're busy and you have four other tables and yeah. what he got and what she got and yeah. then having to run like multiple different cards at the end of the night is like just not a fun time. Yeah, Paige, yeah, yeah. my my wife for the Thanks. longest time worked at like a, like a huge you know wedding a banquet place where there'd be forty people at a table and and and, and sometimes they would have like a la carte and they'd have all these things and and you know the the amount of paper they burned up in separate checks and bills is just too much. Uh, I have Kate next uh, server as well. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Kate says you were a server for a pretty long time. Yes, for about 20 years. All right, and what do you think about splitting the check? Oh, my God, it's awful. It is so awful. <laughs> All right. There's nothing more. So I work at a bar where people, like, are there for the night to watch bands. So they're there for four or five hours. They're drinking, and you have 15 people that want 15 separate checks. You have to keep track of. No. Yeah. So that... Yeah, I could see that. So, like at a restaurant, it might be a little better because you're having your your, your app, your main course, whatever. It's a mm-hmm. little... But when you're dealing with... Essentially, each person doing nine or ten, eleven separate purchases because they're getting drinks and other stuff. That becomes a pain in the ass. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's such a pain, no, and it's also a pain because we're like a mom and pop restaurant, restaurant bar. So my boss is getting hit with every credit credit card charge. Uh-huh. You know, you have ten credit cards, so they're getting three percent on every card. Mm. You know, it's a big hit. Like yeah. I know they, they're there to make money too. Oh, so she, okay. Yeah. So she's not talking. All right. So yeah, thank you, Kate. She's yeah. talking about handing multiple credit cards in yeah. to pay for. Yeah, but what do you expect people to do? There, there's, I'm not paying for somebody else's dinner. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's saying. You know, we do it do it a different way because I mean, you you pay for it the way you want to pay for it. I think, but uh, but I think just can't believe that bitch. She's got her own jewelry collection. <laughs> Juggling all of that is a little bit more of a of a pain. Well, I, so I like know. I uh, so okay. The, this whole time I thought we were talking about itemizing the bill and splitting it in like. This is what you ate. This is what I ate. I think we're ate. talking about both. Both, both. yeah. Okay. Right. I think that, but, I think... but that was a whole... I didn't realize that some servers hated that, like taking three different credit cards and right. splitting the bill that way. Yeah. But I think yeah. mo- I think more servers would probably prefer if you did the separating and just putting the money into a pot Yeah, that way. There's a difference between se- uh, separating the bill and splitting the bill. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. right. Okay, okay. right. And, uh, and if the bill's not going to be that bad, you can use this tactic. It's really good, especially if it's uh, not like a big uh, uh, group of people, but... Before the check arrives at your table, you pick somebody out at the table who might be able to cover the whole bill, and you say, "Hey, Kathy, I think I speak for everybody here when I say thank you for taking care you of the do bill that tonight." All the Casey time. does that at almost so every good. every meal we gather. So together. good, that's uh, not true, Marissa. And just to throw in what I think that bartender was saying too is, um, if you're going to be hanging out for a while, don't just like buy one drink, pay with your credit card, close it out, and then do it again over and over. Just open it up for the night. Leave it going so they can do it, so they don't get the surcharge every time they swipe. I, I would think okay. the norm would be sense? to just leave your credit card there. I mean, I, I everyone buying one drink yeah. for credit. Uh, All right, I see. Right. Saying. I, I think what we can take from this is if you are in a situation where you do have a server and you've got a large party and you, for whatever reason, you're having separate checks yeah. if it's itemized or just split. Uh, if they're working extra hard, you should reflect that in the tip. You need to you go on living separate checks. Live, go on living separate checks. No, I think I think you should reflect that in in the tip. If you see them wrangling and juggling yeah, all yeah. this stuff, and it's a little extra work, just know that for your server, it's mm-hmm. more work, and you should probably give them a little bit more. In case I'm behind you guys totally about using the gift card as actual cash. I think that's fine. Oh, thank God. I think within the room here, we all agree. Yeah. All right, that that's you need to talk to someone about the soup, though. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think we covered it. I think let let the me soup know. go. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, we need to take a break. A reminder, we have a secret text word. Your chance to win. Take a see Sarah Silverman. She's performing at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, February 4th. Text word secret to 39333. When we come back, we're going on television. Fox Good Day. It's a Wednesday thing, and we have the Bizarre File coming up, too. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. MMR, we're going live on Fox Good Day now. Besides look, but it still bothers her that he's just always checking people out. Now, I don't think she wants to, like, divorce him or anything, but Preston and Steve and everybody there. Uh, Steve, let's start with you. Sure. What should she do about his wandering eye? Well, I'll tell you what I do. Uh, my man has filet mignon at home, <laughs> so he better not be eyeballing hamburger. That's know? right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think, <laughs> I think it's it's you know uh, uh, you should be respectful and not be gawking, but it's a natural thing, yes. you know. And I think there's a happy medium there. Yeah. If he starts to unzip, then he's carried it too far, right? Would you agree with that, well, Preston? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but this did, simply catching someone's eye is understandable. Jumping across the table, not so much. Agreed. Do you agree? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Look at me, the voice of reason. Look at you. But isn't the point to, for y'all to look, but not where we know you're looking? Like, that's the whole game. Well, we, you, so we don't notice. Yeah, or, or uh, you know, my wife better not find me the most attractive man on earth because yeah. I'm going to have to have her. I'm going to have to have her go well, in for therapy. What you, what you need to do is if you do, if, if someone catches your eye, they're attractive, and you kind yourself find yourself appreciating for a moment, and you happen to be with your significant other, is you also have to then look in the other direction for a uh-huh. moment as yeah. if something caught your sure. eye over there. Like, wow, look, that's a... Uh, the uh, Westminster Dog Show. Th- yeah, or Chrysler Cordoba. I haven't <laughs> seen one of those in ages. So so you deflect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, what, what's don't you- women, Kathy, don't women look at attractive no. humans? No, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kathy Wolf whistles all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, listen, I don't think you should be mad about that. Like Steve said, you, you're going to look. If you see, if I see a pretty woman with her, you know, maybe some cleavage hanging out, I'm looking too. What, what about what about you, Alex? Guys, hey, you see her? Look at that! Yeah, yeah. participated. Like, hey, wow! Look at that! That was something. Mm. <laughs> right. I'm I mean, in a relationship with them. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's conversation. I know you're going to look anyway. Let's look together. Yeah, yeah right. and then and then invite that person into the bedroom, right? I think that's the logical conclusion. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Good but why do you think women wear big sunglasses so we can have all the range? Ah, there you go, Alex. Brilliant. There you go. Very smart. Yeah. Thank you all. Thank all right, you. Take care, guys. We'll so see long. you later. So they uh, we missed the beginning of the setup. Apparently, there was a woman who was 
at dinner and this guy that she's with, I don't know if her husband or her significant other, was looking at a woman and, like, was being very obvious about it and she was concerned. I mean, what is very obvious? If he's, if he's you know, if the tongue falls on the table, all on the Looney Tunes. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah exactly. wah, wah. I don't know, but uh, that's wah! a dis- that's yeah. a discussion you need to have. <laughs> if that is, it. <laughs> tone it down, hun. Yeah. All right, uh, we have to take a look at traffic because we did not do that before. Let's have it now, Kath. What's going on? A disabled vehicle in Camden, six seventy six northbound at Atlantic Avenue. The off ramp closed because of it. Forty two freeway northbound, heavy from Blackwood Clementon Road to two ninety five fifty five northbound jams Deptford to forty two, and then that construction on the New Jersey Turnpike northbound at seventy three. It's in the right lane. Coming across the Ben Franklin Bridge westbound, you have some volume from the downside to Eighth and Vine ninety five southbound jams Academy through to Bridge the Betsy Ross Bridge to Gerard uh, northbound side from the Betsy Ross Bridge to Cotman. That's through the construction zone. Blue Route northbound, heavy 95 to the media bypass. Southbound, mid-county tolls to the Schuylkill and then from the bypass to Baltimore Pike. Uh, Schuylkill eastbound, backing up from the Blue Route into Belmont, the Boulevard to Spring Garden. Westbound, passing to South Street, the Boulevard to Belmont, the Blue Route out to 202. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound, volume between Virginia Drive and Fort Washington and then on 422 eastbound, your slow Limerick to Royersford. This traffic report brought to you by the Tile Shop. It's your destination for ceramic, porcelain, and natural stone tile and luxury vinyl tile. Explore a wide range of unique looks and exclusive designs. Visit your local tile shop showroom to start loving the home you're in. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, Bizarre Files Storm. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Helium Comedy Club, bringing the laughs to Philly for many years. Helium Comedy has the best comics of today and tomorrow, live every week, and tickets and lineup available at heliumcomedy.com. Uh, police officers tried to help a drunk man at a subway station and realized he was packing a bizarre-looking homemade rifle in his pants, <laughs> leading to his arrest over the weekend. Putting the rifle in the pants. And it's a homemade one. So right. Melvin Montoya... Was found drunk inside the 149th Street Grand Concourse Saturday. Cops uh, jumped hey, look, in. There's this thing in the stock that tells time. Uh, to aid him, and that's when they noticed a long, heavy metal object going down his leg. <laughs> the officers frisked him. He allegedly reached for the crudely made weapon, which made uh, the NYPD's emergency services unit. Uh, well, actually, they later determined that it was a gas-operated one-shot rifle. What could go wrong? Yeah, so the It'd probably kill him. Uh, they uh, uh, the photos of the handmade gun were obtained and show a long metal wrench-like device with screws and what appears to be a lever. Uh, Montoya allegedly told cops he built the device himself and that it was capable of firing rounds. And the best part is you can conceal it in your pants. He was uh, charged with multiple counts of criminal possession of a weapon, one of for possession of uh, a disguised gun, and another for carrying a gun as a convicted felon. An explosion in Russia's Belgorod. That's it, yes. In Russia's Belgorod region that killed three soldiers and injured 16 others was caused by a sergeant who set off a grenade at his unit as he tried to, quote, establish authority. Yes. The blast reportedly occurred at a military facility in Belgorod. 
Uh, it is located near the Ukrainian border and houses several Russian military bases and training grounds. Could he have perhaps spoken in, in an authoritative manner? Uh, he should have considered yeah. that option. Before the grenade. The explosion occurred at a cultural center repurposed to house mobilized troops. Russian emergency services said that the sergeant accidentally detonate, detonated a hand grenade, which caused ammunition to blow up and started a fire. Uh, the man who caused the blast picked up an RGD five grenade in order to establish authority over his troops. After the explosion, ammunition detonated and a fire erupted in an area of 450 square meters. It took firefighters about four hours to extinguish it. Uh, according to the statement, uh, 16 servicemen, including a culprit, have been taken to the hospital. Three more died. A criminal investigation has been opened into the explosion. Thank God he wasn't looking to make his point by the nuclear missiles. Yep. Two men have been charged in connection to a ski- in a scheme to defraud the Pennsylvania Turnpike of a million dollars or more in tolls. According to U.S. Attorney uh, Gerard Karam, 43-year-old uh, Duvaney Zambrano from Hamilton, New Jersey, and 37-year-old Sergio Jara from Allentown began acquiring thousands of EasyPass transponders from retailers in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, in 2000, beginning in 2018. So they were legally purchasing them? I don't know how okay. they got them. All right. Uh, but it said they, they began acquiring them. Wow. Uh, the indictment alleges that the two men then registered the transponders using false personal information and false credit card information. Ah, That's where it is. Okay. Prosecutors say they sold the transponders to truckers in New Jer- in the New Jersey area who traveled on the Pennsylvania Turnpike hauling materials. According to the release, uh, Zambrano, Jara, and others avoided paying approximately a million dollars in tolls. Yeah, you can accrue that money pretty quickly. Uh, they are currently scheduled for trial in March. The maximum penalty under federal law for this offense is 20 years of imprisonment. Whoa. A term supervised release following imprisonment and a fine so as well. What's the current state? Um, you go through some toll booths and, and it, are, are they just operating strictly on tags now or... Uh, you know, I, I have the no. Easy Pass set. I mean, it, it sometimes it's, it's hard to delineate. From what I understand, they do both, and that uh, it is less uh, costly to have the the Easy Pass. Yeah, there's yeah. a discount on the Easy yeah. Pass. All right. A South Florida fair auction is spurring up some controversy after one family says that they won a bid for a pig and walked away empty-handed. Bella B. Swine. Is on her way to be uh, to being slaughtered. No. Well, one family in Palm Beach Garden said that they are trying everything in their power to stop this. Meg Weinberg says that she went to the fair on Saturday in hopes of bringing back a live pig. She said, we lost a pig, Wilbur, recently. Wilbur. So I went in and I started bidding. Meg and her husband put up $4,700 for Bella. But instead of going home with the pig, fair organizers informed the family they would only be going home with its meat. Bella had to be butchered or the deal was off the table. How can that be a constraint of the deal? Weinberger said they wouldn't take our credit card and they told us that it was a state law that she had to be slaughtered. Oh, uh, Vicky Chorus, the president and CEO of the South Florida Fair, said the rules have been clean from the start. She said that kids across 18 counties raise the livestock animals for the food chain and that it is a lesson on agriculture. It might be time for Babe, attorney at law. Uh, the process is, she said, that they raise the animals for food consumption. So to change the rules just because someone wants to take an animal home is not ethical. Uh, these children... I mean, what are they going to do, sit there and pet bacon? ...are being taught how to follow rules. I think the kids will get over it, to be honest, and maybe teach them that you can sell uh, livestock for not only... Meat and consumption, but with, with, also for other purposes. They were looking to take it as a pet, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
However, with, without seeing these rules on their website and brochures, you may not know what you're actually buying. Megan Weinberger and her husband say no signs were displayed at the auction that outlined that this was a terminal market, and they have a home for Bella at their animal sanctuary among horses, geese, and donkeys. Uh, the uh, local news station asked if there was a notice uh, that this was a terminal bid when they signed an agreement with the auction. Uh, Cora said, unfortunately, it was not there. It will be in the future, and we are all learning from this. Organizers say they did not charge the Weinberg family, but the child who raised the pig will still receive money for her hard work. As for Bella, her meat will be given to a charitable organization, according to the fair. So they're going to kill her. They're definitely going forward with that. I see a good movie here. Something with Sean Penn. Uh, think so? Yeah. Okay. He might roll in as a a caring something intense pig yeah. owner. What was it? It was the uh, with Susan Sarandon. Yeah. On Death Row. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Death Row. Dead Man walking. Dead, Dead pig walking. Dead pig walking. Yeah. yeah. All right, one more story. A 35-year-old man has been arrested and charged with felony grand theft after allegedly stealing a cockatoo valued at about $2,500 from the Steckle Park Bird Aviary. Uh, While tending their nightly chores at around 3 a.m., caretakers at the facility discovered one of their birds, an umbrella cockatoo named Julie, had been stolen from a town. Ah, Julie. Uh, deputies responded to the scene, collected evidence, noted that the wire siding of the bird's enclosure had been cut. Uh, facility caretakers posted about the cockatoo on several social media platforms. Later that same morning, an anonymous party provided information on the stolen bird. As the investigation unfolded, detectives identified Michael Ware as the alleged cockatoo thief. Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> he was. Forgive me, Kirkoff. Oh, you should teach your bird to say that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so the 35-year-old had stolen Judy. The evidence was collected and is now facing the charges. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. We're going to take a break. And you know what we're going to do when we get back? We're going to play a game. What? We have a contest all set up and ready to go for you. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play Bass Ackwards. Yes, it's a mind-blower. In a little while. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The best rock in Philadelphia with MMR's Local Shots. Here and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. Well, it's about high time we play a game, give away some freebies, uh, and we're going to play the game Bass Ackwards this morning. A perennial favorite. I'll explain how it goes in just a second. 215-263-WMMR if you want to play. You essentially have to identify some backwards stuff that we've recorded. Uh, we're going to give away as prizes. Uh, we have a, an advanced screening of the M. Night Shyamalan film Knock at the Ooh. Cabin. Uh, the screen is going to be Tuesday, January 31st. And it will be a 7 o'clock showing at the PFS East. It uh, doesn't hit theaters till February 3rd, so you're getting in advance of it. Looks like a pretty wild movie. It looks really good. And we also have cases of Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force IPA. So we have some beer. We have a handful of those in there, too. So we'll mix it up, and you can let us know what you're interested uh, in by the way. So uh, essentially, it's um, we've taken... Now, we're, we're, the last time we played Bass Ackwards... It felt pretty good because we took a little bit of a different spin on it. In the past, I would say a phrase, and we would record it and run it backwards. I would hear how it sounds backwards, and then I would try to emulate that sound. Then we would reverse that. Yeah. So then it's me speaking in backwards but playing it forward so you could identify what I was saying. 
Uh, but we used to play you the gibberish, the backwards thing, first and see if you could figure out what... It was next to impossible to figure that out. So, we decided to switch to songs. I, I think this is brilliant. And actually, we, we have me singing. I, I sing it in reverse. We spin that around. And then what you hear is actual words... But because of the backwards nature, it sounds really weird and kind of hard to identify. So right. a little bit of detective work on this. I think so. And it all came from Bajmir, which has right. a correlation to music as well. Uh, yes, because yeah. it was um, uh, Blink-182, right? right? They had an album called Bajmir, and we had initially talked about that, and it turns out that that's rim job backwards. Uh-huh. And so we recorded yeah. me saying uh, uh, Bajmir and then played it backwards. Rim job. And that's what you got. <laughs> Frame job. And so, <laughs> and it was a revelation to us, so I started recording things, other things that were. Sand, bro. It's Friday. Like that, exactly. <laughs> and so it took off from there. So we're now doing it with songs. Yeah. And it's simple. Uh, Casey and I did eight of these yesterday. He's good, man. Look, eight is enough. It's yeah. hard. It's, it's like, you, it, it, the hardest part is, so I'll record myself singing a song. Uh, you know, a, a, a chorus from a song, and then we play it backwards, and then I have to write out phonetically what that is, and sometimes it is really hard. Well, I assume you have to listen to it a couple of times as you're, as you're transcribing, times. as Several you're times. getting each word. And you have to try to get a melody in there, too, right. which is really, really hard, but uh, we, we did some pretty good ones yesterday. We did, and um, I would say a majority, I would say 95% of these were, were done in one take. Yeah. Nice, which is which is really really impressive. But I also I found just listening to him and watch him do watching him do this, he's it's I think it, for him it's easier the the songs than well, it is the mm. the phrases. And I think subsequently that'll be easier to play the game because yeah. you do have that added aspect. And by the way, we did eight of these. It took like an hour to do yeah. eight of these. It's like it takes know, forever yeah. uh, to get this stuff done. But we've got them ready to go and we can try it out. So you nice. want to play? Yes! Alright, here we go. Let's get callers on the line. We're going to start with uh, Brian Z, who's on. Hey, Brian, morning. You guys rock. Wow. <laughs> we love you. Alright, Brian, I will put you on hold because we seem to get better audio that way. I will play this for you and all you have to do is identify the song. Alright, my man? Yes, sir. Alright, hang on the line and we'll roll the first Bass Ackwards song. Here we go. We need the title, by the way. The <laughs> right. title of the song. Here we go. But I don't know where I'm going. But I shouldn't know where I'm been. <laughs> I sound like I'm about ready to crap my pants. Uh-huh. I'm trying desperately not to. Yeah. Yeah, like you're standing outside the locked bathroom. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Right, yeah, we're me... not going to let you in until you sing this song. <laughs> but I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> But I shouldn't know where I'm been. Oh, 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 don't come out here. All right, let's see if Brian knows that song. All right, Brian. Here I go again on my own. He nailed yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hang on. Here's what we're going to give you, my man. We are going to hook you up with a pair of passes to see Universal Pictures' highly anticipated new film from Philadelphia native M. Night Shyamalan. It's called Knock at the Cabin, and it's going to be Tuesday. January 31st at 7 p.m. at the PFS East, and this film hits uh, theaters everywhere on February 3rd. This movie looks, it. it, it you just watch the trailer, and uh-huh. it, it's the kind of movie where you are going to be forced to say, what would I do? Yeah. And it looks really cool. Uh, by the way, somebody texted in and said, we should have a theme song, a backwards one for this game. So oh, yeah. we'll work on that I at like some that. point. All right, so do you want to hear what it sounded like? 
me yeah, sure. doing this, uh, and then what, we reverse it. This is me uh, after listening to it phonetically, and if you if you played it forward, this is what it would sound like. no shut up. one what up. what what up. Why Why buddy? All right, we're gonna try another one. Uh, All right, let's get Craig on the line. Yo, Craig. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, but all right, Bass Ackward, you know how this works? Yes, sir. Do your best. I'm going to put you on hold. We have a brand new song for Craig. Here we go. I saw her snake that mirrors the ocean. A glass of wine. One more time. You got to do it twice. Right, for yep, this guy. yep. Yeah. I agree. All right, hold on, Craig. We'll do this one more time. Here we go. I saw her snake that mirrors the ocean. A glass of wine and a hine. <laughs> hey. Hine. I did that on purpose. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, Craig, any, any idea what song that is? Uh, no. All right. Oh, that's a very iconic opening line. Yeah. And we'll try three callers here. I'll go to Jason next. Hey, Jason. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Right. Give him a minute. <laughs> Jason, do you need to hear that again, or do you know what song that was? Uh, yes, please, one more time. All right, hold on. Here we go. One more time. I saw her snake that mirrors the ocean. <laughs> a glass of wine in a hind. <laughs> 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 All right, Jason, any idea? Uh, you tell me she's an orphan when you meet her family. I don't know the, I don't know the name uh, of it. No, nope, you're off. You're heading in the wrong direction. Wrong yeah. song anyway. Right, Thanks, buddy. All right, uh, we'll try another one. We'll go to uh, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey. All right, uh, do you need to hear it? Yeah, Jeff, you're on the air, buddy. Go ahead. All right, do you need to hear it again? Nah, you can't always get what you want. By the Rolling Stones. Exactly, sir. Hang on, Jeff, and here's what we have for you. Hey, Jeff, we got a pair of passes to see Universal Pictures' highly anticipated new film from uh, M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin. You're going to see it on the 31st, but the film hits theaters everywhere on February 3rd. All right, I'll play it one more time, and then I'll we'll play it the other way. So this was it again. Yeah. Wait, 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 oh, wait. No, it's okay. We'll go ahead. This, okay. is what, this, is what, this is hand. That first one, that yeah is yeah. hand. Nia, honey, now with Sally. Nush, red serip, bed, eads, basur, hossa. That man comes out the other way. You know who'd be an ace at this game? Nell. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we should play her stuff backwards and see if it's absolutely eloquent. If it uh, sounds like any words. When Parliament first adjourned. Yeah. (laughs) I saw her snake that mirrors the so that was uh, how that turned out. All right, let's try another one. Uh, I will go to Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, I'm sorry you guys are bothering me at work. <laughs> we are so sorry. All right, Steve, we have a new one. Uh, Bass Ackwards is a game. Ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, hold on a second. And here is a fresh one for you, Steve. One is this is Who wins in my hair? Hair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play it a second time so I can hear it again. I try. We try to go with these iconic songs. Here we go. One is this is 
<laughs> Who wins in my hair? Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe Steve knows. Do you know Steve? Welcome to the Hotel California. I love how everybody's singing this yeah. morning. Yeah, that is correct. Hang on, Steve. You know what we should do? We should clip that audio into concert footage of them performing. Oh yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> what do we have for Steve? You got a case of Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force IPA. Fruit Force is a high-flying fruit punch IPA soaring at a 9.5% ABV with high drinkability and refreshing punch flavor. All right, and this is what it sounded like... Uh, the other way when I did it live. Here we go. Hey, why does it does dino? Does it dars dino? Why does it dars dino? I don't know. <laughs> I would love to hear your yoohoo backwards, Steve. I yeah. can do this right now if you want. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Let's hear it. Can you uh, yeah. fire one up? Yeah. All righty. All right. So we'll and do then... that. I just have to hit this and then I can. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Let's hear it. All Can right. you... Uh... All right. Here we go. Uh... <laughs> it sounds like sounds a, like a pig. Pig, call. Yeah. pig call. You're calling a pig. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it sounds... No, I, there was like poltergeist in there. Oh, uh-huh. did you hear <laughs> God, that's overmodulated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Okay. We'll go to a new one, and it is Kyle who we have next. Hey, Kyle. Morning. Well, it's Bob. Uh, what was that? Okay. But um, I'm not really that smart, so could you have Casey put in a sound bite that sounds funny? No. You know, like, you or whatever else. <laughs> we'll see what we can do you, for you. Hang you on, Kyle. Listen up, because here is a fresh song for you, my friend. Smoke on the water that fire in the sky. <laughs> we'll do it a second time. Here we go. Smoke on the water that fire in the sky. All right. Some of them might give you the flat-out hook, too. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Kyle, do you know the answer? I'm not Kyle. I'm Bob. Oh, hi, Bob. Oh, okay. okay. Hi, Bob. But, hey, uh, smoke on the water. Yes! Yeah. Easy one. Easy one. What are we going to give Kyle Bob? All right, Kyle Bob, you won a pair of passes to see Universal Pictures' highly anticipated new film from M. Night Shyamalan. It's called Knock at the Cabin. He's going to see it on January 31st. Everyone else can see it on February 3rd. All right, we will get another caller on the line. Oh, you want to hear the, the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is what it sounded like uh, in the initial recording. Hey, Ox, meet your yap net. First Let me hear the, the beginning of that again. Here. Right. Hey, Ox, meet your yapnet. <laughs> hey, Ox, meet yapnet. All right. And that turns into smoke on the water. And, or the end of that is fire in the sky. All right. Next is Mike. Yo, Mike, good morning. Good morning, Lord P. Bud. Oh, Hi, Mike. Oh, wow. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate the love. All right, you ready to give it a shot? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. New song. Let's see how Mike does. Here we go. Oh, we're there. Oh, that's it? That's yeah. it? Okay. Play it one more time. Here we go. Oh, we're there. Yeah. All right, let's go to back to Mike. Mike? Let me try to get this no. Whoa, living on a prayer. He got it, yeah. That was the whoa, whoa we're halfway there. Play, play that again, Case, as is. Hang on, this was. Whoa, we're there. 
It's hard to get the uh, melody. Okay, I got you. Uh, what are we going to set up uh, Moik with? Moik, you got a pair of passes to see. Knock right. at the cabin. It's going to be on the 31st of this month. Everyone else can see it on February 3rd. All right, and this is how it was uh, when I recorded it live. Ray that farewell. <laughs> <laughs> so, whoa is the same thing backwards and forward. Yeah. Pre- pretty much, so... All right, we'll have, uh, Brian, how many more of these do we have? Uh, we, like two? Like we got one, two, three more. All right, we have right, one, we two, do this. three. All right. <laughs> Wait, one, two, uh, three. Brian is on the line, and we have... One, two, three. More to go. Brian, are you there? Yes, I am here. All right, nice to have you on. Have you, been in, have you done fairly well at a few of these? Yeah, some of them sound like Hebrew to me. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Probably is. All right. Hang on. We have a new one for you. Let's try this one. Some of them, there are a couple that are hard. Um, This one one might be kind of difficult. All right. Let's hear it. Here we go. Mean gun sneeling. Once when it was now. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have any idea? No. No? Yeah, this is a hard one. All right. Mean gun sneeling. Once when it was now. (laughs) This is the only one I haven't gotten yet. I had to throw one or two that were difficult in there. All right, Brian? Yeah. Any idea? <laughs> I think it might be the Pointer Sisters. It is not oh. the Pointer Sisters, but that is a valiant try. Thank huh. you. Uh, we'll do two more with this one. I'll go to Rob. Hey, Rob? Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. I Beautiful. Do, I should do that one sometimes. Yes, absolutely. All right, uh, Rob, hang on. Uh, we're going to play this again for you, okay? Okay. Here we go. Mean gun sneeling once when it was now. Okay. Now I got it. You got it? Yeah, it took, took a f- three times. Okay. Rob, any idea? I, I, no clue. All right. Ah. Thanks, anyway. <laughs> All right. See you later. All right. We'll go to Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, good morning. Uh, do you need to hear that again? I do. <laughs> you got it, man. All right. Listen closely because this is for the prize. Here we go. Mean gun sneeling once when it was now. <laughs> Texters are getting it, uh, so let's see if Steve can get it. All right, Steve, any idea? I can't. I'm trying to sing it in my head, but I, I can't get it. Oh, oh, thanks anyway. It happens. Yeah. It's one of the harder ones. Uh, that one, <clears throat> I'll reveal it. Wait, yeah. are we supposed to get a texter, or do we want to? No, I'll, I'll just reveal right. it. Or, or I can take another call. Yeah, or... take another call. I think this, I mean, right. the, the, it's right. the title of the We'll phone. go to John. Hey, John. Hey, what's going on? Yo, bud, we're going to try that one out on you again. Do you need to hear it again? Yeah, play one more time right there. All right, this this is going to do it, I think, right here. Mean gun sneeling once when it was now. <laughs> All right, uh, who was that? Who that was from? John. It was John? Okay. All right, John. Uh, any... Comfortably numb? No, not comfortably uh, numb. Do one more. <clears throat> one more, and then we'll move on. And this is Brad. Hey, Brad. Hurt the dirt, the dirt. All right, Brad, did you hear it, or you need to hear it again? I think I want to hear it again. All right. Hang on. We will put you on hold and fire this up one last time. Mean gun sneeling once when it was now. All right, Brad. Name that song. Um, I got no idea. All right. Thanks anyway. That song right there is Been Caught Stealing from Jane's Addiction. All right. The opening line. So now listen with it. Now listen to it with those uh, with that knowledge. Mean gun stealing once when it was now. Been caught stealing once when I was five. Yeah. All right. So play it the other way. Case is what it sounded like when I recorded it. Five zueno snow. 
Nail leads. Knock neep. Knock neep. Knock neep. That's T.T.'s cousin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we have two more left, and Ooh. our next one is Brian. Hey, Brian. Hello. Hello, Brian. <laughs> hey. All right, you ready to try this? We got a new one. All right. All right, here we go. This is for Brian. This is a difficult one. Oh, no. All right, here we go. Good evening, Nelson. I know. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. That's easy. It's easy? Yeah, All right, good. Good, 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 good. Because we thought this would be hard. Here we go, Brian. Good evening, All right. <laughs> it was hard to do the voice. <laughs> Brian, do you know what song that is? Is it The Offspring? That's a band. Um, no, I don't know. The Offspring. Uh, Thanks. Man. The Offspring song? Uh, we'll go to Tony next. Hey, Tony. Hey, how you doing? Good. Tony, you need to hear that again? Yeah. All right. Hang, hang on a second. Here we go. One more time. That's so good. By the way, 215-263-WMMR if we want to get other people who want to play the game. Hi. All right. Tony? Yes. Any idea what song that is? Uh, yeah. It's Def Leppard. Um, oh, my God. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> I'll give you a second. Photograph? No. Oh. Not photograph. Sorry, buddy. No, no, no. Um, Darn it. Yeah, we got to make sure it's the right song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Bill, you there? Yeah, this is Bill. All right, Bill, you need to hear that again? Yeah, is it the Gleaton Globe and Jump? I thought you said you needed to hear it again. Uh-huh. All right, we can play it again. All right, let me, pl- let me play it again and, and think about it. <laughs> and by the way, Bill, I need a song title. A legit song title. Is it Hysteria? Def Leppard? It's not Hysteria, no. Sorry, yeah. the Gleaton Globin song? It's not that. <laughs> we'll go to Chuck next. Hey, Chuck. Hey, what's going on? All right, we're playing Bass Ackwards, man. Do you want to hear that again, or do you know what it is? I believe I know what it is. Is it uh, Pretty Fly by The Offspring? So here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> it could have been one or two things. Yeah. And he, he got most of the title yeah. right. So I'm going to give it to you. Pretty right. time right. for a white yeah. guy. So Chuck, you're a winner. Yeah. Hang on. Our judges will accept it. We'll get your information. It could either be Pretty Fly for a light white guy. Or it could be Rock of Ages from ah. Def Leppard. But yeah. that's uh, those are the two that we would accept. And so Chuck wins. Yep. Uh, case, what are we going to give to him real quick? And then Wait, I'll play who was that? I'm version. sorry. That was Chuck? That was Chuck. All right, Chuck, we have a case of Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force IPA. Fruit Force is a high-flying fruit punch IPA. And it's soaring in at 9.5% ABV with high drinkability and a refreshing punch flavor. I didn't think we were going to be able to do this. When I heard what it sounded like backwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't <laughs> think that I can interpret this. But we kind of pulled it off. Here's what it sounded like when I recorded it. Nibbling, glouting to be the goosenut. Nibbling, glouting to be the goosenut. All right. Oh, my God. And I think I might want to try chicken pot pie live. Okay. Like doing that? Oh, he's right. good. All right. Uh, we'll go next to... Last one. This is the last one. Last one. Who's been on hold the longest? It looks like Andre, so I will go to Andre. All right, Andre. 
Yep, I'm here. All right, we have one last one. You ready to go? Yep, I'm ready. All right, hang on a second. Here is the final Bass Ackward song. Here we go. Snivinson, Hoggy's Lake, he went bean bean. Hey, hey. All right. Oh, that's your best one. Yeah. I thought, and that was the first one we it did, was, yeah. actually. All right. Uh, oh, wait. Let me. Did you hear that again, Andre? We only played it once. Uh, yes, one more time. Please. All right, one more time. Here we go. Stevenson, Hoggy's Lake, he went bean bean. Hey, hey. All right. <laughs> Andre, what song? Oh, man. I do not know that song. Oh, Time's up. Oh. Liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. Sorry, Andre. He's not a liar. <laughs> Just no. We go next to Brian. Hey, Brian. Bay Hitches. Hey, Bay, Bay Hitches. hitches. All right, you want to hear that again, Brian? No, I know. Yeah, play it again. I know it. All right, here we go. Stevenson, Hoggy Lake, he went bean bane. Hey, hey. All right, what song is that? Awesome sugar, oh man! You got it, got it. Yes, absolutely. Hang on for a second, Brian. <laughs> Here's the prize we have for you. Uh, you have our final case of Voodoo Ranger Fruit Force IPA. Fruit Force is a high flying fruit punch IPA, soaring in at a uh, 9.5 ABV with high drinkability and a refreshing punch flavor. All right, so this is what it sounded like when we recorded it. Yeah, hey. Yeah, me and Mary. Yeah, go. Nah, snivets. Snivets. At the beginning, it's, I sound like uh, James Hetfield. Yeah, hey. Yeah, hey. Yeah, me and Mary. Yeah, go. Nah, snivets. It's nah, snivets. Do you guys want to see how we do this? Uh, do you guys want to like uh, take a well, journey through it? You're uh, doing with the chicken pot pie. Yeah, you're doing chicken pot pie. He yeah. wants to do it. Yeah. Now let me let me sing it first. Is I, I can't get up that as I, I can't go chicken pot, chicken pot, get, uh, chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah All right, right. Ready? Here we go. It's not recording. Yeah, it is. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. All so then, so okay, we just recorded that. Right. And then Casey will play it. He'll reverse it and play it, and then I'll start taking notes. I'll grab my uh, my pen Your here, trusted pad. And uh, and then I'll phonetically write out what it is and then record it that way. So this is how we do this whole thing. So go ahead, Case. Are you ready? Yeah. Wow. All right, hold on. Yeah, go to the next part. All right. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. It's like a Jewish chant. Yeah. <laughs> There's three of those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is, we play it over. And... Yeah, I got it. All right. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. And that should be chicken right. pot, chicken Let's pot, chicken it. pot yeah. pie. All so right. now he reverses that. Let's see. Oh, I hope I didn't just ruin it. All right. All right. I'm going to reverse this real quick. Okay. I'll get you some. All right. Here's the reveal. Yeah. Are you guys yeah. ready? Let's get going. All right. Here it is. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. That's crazy. And that is how we... And so we sit here so for funny. an hour... <laughs> 
uh-huh. doing that over and over to get eight songs out, and it's a bit of a time suck. But it's not even play. It's just chicken one pie, chicken pie, chicken pie, nine. You don't get fresh. I would get so frustrated. There's a couple I bailed on. Like we'll tap out. Yeah. Right? Like well, there. Um, it. We were trying. One time I was trying to do. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. What I got to got to get it to your mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A mouthful. And so if there's too many syllables, yeah, yeah. especially the like the CKs and 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 stuff like that, icks and things, mm. uh, forget it. It's way too hard to emulate. There are some people who can just do it. Yes, who can who can do it phonetically? Speak it backwards without even yeah. having to listen to it like I do. I'm just mimicking what I hear. There are savants that can. It's crazy. Speak in reverse. Yeah, and and even sing melodically, right. which is really weird. So Casey's pretty good at it too. Not really, not no. really. But you're just yeah, being nice. Making da, making yeah. Da. <laughs> yeah, da mickish da mickish da mickish da mickish. Um, <laughs> let me hear what this one sounds like. Mickish da mickish. <laughs> yeah, no meow. What is that? That's you saying Annabelle. Oh, hang on. Do that again. <laughs> yeah, no meow. Yeah, no meow. It sounds like somebody <laughs> mocking someone. Oh, you gave me Annabelle. <laughs> yeah, no meow. Genius, can you go? That's great. Right, I want to see if we have the, uh, you trying to do... Uh, the the red hot chili peppers. I, it doesn't look like we have. No, it. it's very probably, kinetic too. We probably uh, just canned that all together. So yeah. you're only uh, human. I love that game. I I love playing this game. I just wish it didn't take so much time to to slap together. But we'll do we'll do uh, we'll plan for special themed ones down the yes. road and yeah. do that when we can. The music yeah. stuff works. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, so with that, I think we should take a quick break and come back in a moment. Don't forget our secret text word today. Uh, Sarah Silverman is going to be in AC at the Ocean Casino Resort on February 4th. If you're interested in going, uh, text the word secret to 39333. Or you can get tickets and info at oceanac.com. We'll come back in a moment. Hang out with us. And the bell. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A couple of quick shout outs if you guys don't mind. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I got this one uh, from Lisa McDermott. It says, uh, good morning, Preston. And if you could please do this between January 15th and 25th. What's today? The 18th. All right, yeah, good. Uh, I'm writing you to re- request a very special shout out. Ten years ago, Stephen and Bill followed their dreams and open Tenacity Fitness in Haynesport, New Jersey. It's more than a place where we lift heavy stuff. It's my, It's home. A happy 10th anniversary, Tenacity. And thank you for changing my life. Love, Lisa. She says, one of the OGs. And she attached a picture that shows how much she loves Tenacity. She actually got a, a tattoo 
uh, with tenacity on it on her wrist. And she says, it shows how much I love them. I have a permanent inspiration when I'm running one of my races or just need a push. That's great. Uh, thank you, Preston, Steve, Casey, Kathy, Nick, Marissa, for making me smile every day because I podcast on the weekends, too. Uh, so thank you, Lisa. There's a shout out for you. Uh, and then another one I got this. Uh, this is from Ryan Beatty. Uh, and he had dropped off some uh, hot sauce. Uh, gave it to Nick, actually. Sent it to Nick. Uh, and he said, I hope you enjoyed the holidays. Um, and uh, he's the guy that came up to you at the end of the Christmas miracle to say thank you for your assistance in getting the word out, Nick, about a few of the hot sauce-related fundraisers we've had uh, to help funding research for a cure for um, tuberous sclerosis complex. Yes. Uh, and with your help of spreading the word, our fundraisers, we've been able to raise uh, over $175,000. That's excellent. Uh, and that all has been directly donated to the TSC Alliance in honor of our three-year-old son, who is turning four on January, Parker Beebe, who was diagnosed with TSC at birth. Um, so that's cool. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. And it's uh, getting Saucy is the name of the, uh, uh, the hot... I didn't open it up, actually. We had it last night. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. not me. I don't. I don't really uh, put hot sauce on anything. Jace had it, uh, and he he goes, "Oh, this is good." Uh, is he so, a hot sauce guy? Yeah, he likes hot sauce. How about that? Yeah, brought it How home. Did that happen? He opens it up immediately, and uh, yeah, he had it with dinner. Yeah, thank it's you. called uh, getting saucy with Parker B. So oh. thank you uh, for dropping that off, man. We appreciate that, uh, Ryan. So uh, that shard out is for you, my friend. All right, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, also a reminder, we have a new Daily Rush video. I said this earlier, but I'll mention it again. It's called The Sea Stick. Do you remember this bit? I do. Yeah. Yep, there was the the guy that fell overboard and was out in the water for over 24 hours, and he said he gnawed on a stick for nourishment. (laughs) And floated by. Uh, Lost at sea and struggling to survive? Well, yoo-hoo, munch on a sea stick. And you can go to WMMR.com slash Daily Rush. Uh, and you can see the video and any other that you have missed. And it's sponsored by Xfinity's uh, Gigspeed Internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com. Um, I got an email from someone. This is not a shard out, uh, but it is a request for us to find out who this person is. I got this email from uh, Adam Zelensky from South Jersey. And he sent me pictures as well. And he, it, it, it's a photo. Apparently, there's a guy that's been spotted in a few different places. And he's walking around the city holding a big sign on a stick that says F the Giants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did I you saw, see it? I yeah. did, yeah. He was outside the Novacare complex, I think, earlier in the week as well, down in South Philly. Yeah, he's got a hashtag. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand the hashtag. Me well, neither. It's because T-H it's... hashtag instead of the word the. Yeah. Right. And and at first glance, you'd think that he might be using, you know, symbols to for to instead of curse words. But no, the word F-U-C. Right, right. He's yeah. drawn out really big on the side. That's not an issue. Uh, T-H. Right. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. the Giants. All right. So anyhow, uh, but Nick or uh, Adam, who uh, emailed in, said uh, clearly this person is deserving of some good old fashioned detective work. Uh, I entrusted this mystery to the President Steve crew to solve who is the masked offender. By the way, he's wearing a translucent athletic cup over his face. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's very impressive. It so, almost looks bird like. Yeah, I don't know. I. I uh, not really sure, but apparently he made a uh, a sign and displayed it. Yeah. With the F word clearly written out very big. And yet sort of softballs the the. Uh, yeah. 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 So there must be a reason. Well, you can't that. say the in public. That's no. True. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Let's stop that, that out. So anyhow. Uh, uh, yeah. I love that. If anybody knows, let us know so we can uh, we can let uh, Adam know who that is because he's curious. You love that? I do. Yeah. I assume you're going to be locked down for the, the game case, right? Yeah. Yes. You're not, you're not yeah. going, right? You sold those? 
Sold the tickets. So, and uh, the guy that I share them with, he was. It was funny because when once he saw what ticket prices were going for, he's like, "Yeah, let's get let's get rid of those things." Um, so, what 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 range are we talking about? Five hundred piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, essentially, if they make it past this round and into the next round, I we will be able to go to the NFC Championship game for free. You know, uh, and then whatever excess money, you know, that'll maybe pay for the tailgate. I, I, right. don't, I don't really know, but uh, that's a smart way to do it. It is. It is. And I'm not like pessimistic. I'm I'm realistic. And the way I sort of look at it is like, dude, if, if they don't make it past this round, I don't want to be at that game. I don't mind going to a championship game that they don't uh, succeed in, but this is not one that I would want to be at. It's also the kind of the reason, like, when I go to, like, Sixers games and stuff like that, if they're up by, like, 15 points with, like, four minutes left, I'm like, I'm leaving. Because, but my grandmother know, used to say, be optimistic, be pessimistic, just be istic. I, I just want to point out, Marissa made a little face like uh, a true fan wouldn't do that. Okay, whatever. No, I didn't say that. I, I know, just I just, your face did. Said, <laughs> I, I, I don't face that at all. <laughs> I'm very excited for the game. A little different than Casey. I, I look. It's going to be cold, and it's going to be a very long day getting ready for that game. Um, but how it's many children be fun. do you have? I just, I was just, I just know, wondering. I know. How many children do you have? And, Believe and me, like, what does that have to do? With and then, sex? how long does it take for you to drive out of the parking lot and then drive home? And oh, I'm sorry, you got the subway and no children. No, that's the, the thing. I have, <laughs> I have different responsibilities than she has. At, at home. She, she can have an opinion on whether or not she wants to go to the game. My, uh, my saddest thing is the lunar New Year is Saturday, so I'm going to miss the fireworks in Chinatown <laughs> at midnight. Oh, if damn it! Late, Son so. of a bitch. <laughs> It's not that. She's allowed to have an opinion, but her opinion is... Uh, critical of your opinion. Matter. It's critical of my opinion. <laughs> it was It was a little bit of a ball-busting face issue. Yeah, the, yeah. the cold alone would have me home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, like, yeah. I, How much better can it be to watch it at home with your blankie and your little whoopee? I love just, that, too. The, yeah, best thing, yeah. the, the, the best thing I think about uh, going to live sporting events, especially, you know, ones that are really, really important... Uh, or just the, the people around you and yelling and screaming and grabbing each other and that whole thing. There's nothing like that, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just had it with the uh, with uh, the fills. But you could do it pretty pretty close to it if you got a bunch of friends over right. or you're at a party. Everybody can have that type of thing. I know? went to the NFC Championship game that they when they blew out the uh, the Vikings, and I sat by myself for three quarters, right? Because I'm so superstitious uh, that I was like, if I leave. If I do anything different, they're gonna they're gonna you know, give up right. this lead, and and so it got to a certain point in the game where I was like, "There's no way they're losing this thing." So then I went down because my two brothers were in the lower level, and I was with them for the whole fourth quarter. And I mean, the people that I was crowding into, they didn't care. The, it was the, the camaraderie there; like yeah. everybody was like, "Let's hug." This is this. You know, it was a great, great feeling. Yeah, Casey and I talk about this all season long. He'll ask me about a play, and sometimes I'll shrug my shoulders because mm-hmm. when you're in the stadium, you're not getting the replays. Yeah. You have no idea what the announcers are saying. You're not seeing what's happening on the sidelines. You're just kind of watching the play, and you might miss something peripherally. Peripherally, peripherally. thank yeah. you. Around it, um, but I don't know. I have these great seats where I'm like against a wall, and I can sit and I can stand, oh. and I have good people around me. Oh, that's me. cool. That's the good. People who are around me have gotten a lot better. Yeah, it's it's just fun. Yeah, the, the my seats. Listen, I'm up top, and, and you're up top as well. Mm-hmm. I love it. I can watch the entire play unfold. I can see the entire field. I can I can see when people are open and. Uh, but also, I'm in the fifth row, which is crazy, Steve, because it's like a front row. Yeah. Because the first four, like you have to walk up to my seats, and but the first four rows are, are kind of like um, 
was level. worth level. So I have a, a wall in front of me. Oh, that's the people, nice. The people in row four in front of me, they could do jumping jacks, and I wouldn't even see their hands. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm in row four. Which is right under where Casey is. Okay, that's where the chick dropped her fingernail on my beard. Oh God! Hey, explain what happened. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. we never oh, talked about this. Well, because like th- there's like a four foot drop in between, maybe three foot or whatever, and um, we were standing there with beers, and all of a sudden we heard like a. A clink, yeah. kind of like if you're like pulling a pull tab and you drop it into the drink and you hear it clink in the can. And me and my friend look at each other. We're like, "What? What? What? What was that?" And we look down and there was just a fingernail sitting <laughs> there. It, it, it was like on the lip in of your the beer. Oh um, my just god! Sitting there. Was it well manicured? Uh, it, it was like a fake nail that the girl was <laughs> like just a tip picking off. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and, and she was throwing them down on top of you. Oh. And her her partner who was with her was like, "Ew!" And he freaks out. And I just look at her. I'm like, "You want it back? Did it fall off? Because any girl knows that uh, if she, it's a tip that it was falling off, you can glue it back on." But she saw like she knew it landed on your beer. Yeah, it was a boring game. <laughs> so she was just bored and she's picking her nails. Oh. Did she offer to no. buy you a new beer? Uh, no. Wow. <laughs> Um, we still drank it. It's disgusting, but it's who, not as Who'd bad. want to miss out on that? <laughs> Kath, it's not as bad as the time I was talking to Gary Lauer and he's and, oh God, I don't and spit came out no. of his mouth and it was like slow motion, like roar, 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 and like landed Where? on my bottom lip. And I was like, <gasps> oh, oh, bottom lip? Oh, Sorry about that. Oh I was like, please, somebody burn my face no. off. <laughs> I mean, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of suicide prevention, but I, yeah. I would have killed yeah. myself right then and there. Yeah. Yes. We have to carterize yeah. that immediately. Yeah. No. You essentially made out with Gary. I did. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, my right. God. Oh, God. Well, anyhow, uh, we'll enjoy the game in no matter what form you decide to. Partake. I'm coming over to your house to watch. Coming it, over? Yeah. Come on over, man. Bring spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring the. I'll bring a bag of spaghetti, and then uh, no. Okay, fine. You'll never bring spaghetti. You, you gotta show up. You don't bring me spaghetti anymore. What's that, Kath? He's you got at one point just su- you have will. to surprise him and show up with like the giant, the biggest plate ever of spaghetti someday. Someday, maybe, maybe, maybe today, my spaghetti will come. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, moving on to some other things, and I guess uh, what are you? I don't know. Are you? We, we've guy? already. Are, done, you, are you just you? We already did the noticer. We did the stream of consciousness yesterday. Uh, uh-huh. We could do. Casey's doing something. I don't know what he's. he's oh, who the knows? Music. So I don't know what this is going to be. I'll have to wait. Yeah. Am I waiting for something? You're, yo, are yeah, you the yeah, uncertainer? Yeah. Wait, is that something that we're doing now? What? Uncertainer. No. No? All right. Uh, I'm trying to find... Okay. Uh, I have it. I have it. it right. I don't remember the name of this particular character. Okay. But... Oh, what, oh, what was that theme song for? This is just the other day. It, w- it wasn't... I the... think it was Stream of Consciousness. No, no, no. no. no it's like Shack Racker. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, it is a Stream of yes, Consciousness. Yes, it is. Yeah. No. Yes, it is. Let's no. just do Stream of Consciousness. We just did it yesterday. We Freak. did. No. Stream of consciousness is this. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's right. Oh, damn it. And the we reason... don't even know our own bits All right, anymore. come on. We're going to do this together, guys. The right. reason I chose Rock Lobster is because the words Rock Lobster <coughs> kind of uh, rhyme with what this character is. Yeah, the syllables? Hold There's on. There's like a shack in there or something. Marissa knows, but give us a hint. Give us a hint. Was it Plock Plopster? <laughs> we, we just made a reel about it on our Instagram. We did. A couple of days ago. Okay. Um, Preston doesn't know exactly what he's going to talk about. 
We're just going to... Nobody in the room, in fact, knows what is going to be talked about. That would be the stream of consciousness there. We let it go into a random pile. Oh! Uh, uh, uh... Stack of topics. Oh, oh stack of yeah. topics. Well, that's not this. Oh, no, I. That's I, not this. I mean, we can do that if no, you then, want. No, then but... just go with the uh, the uh, stream of consciousness. Nurse, All right. Well, anyway. Anyway, I had a couple. I mean, of... It's very important because the stories that you'll tell will be dramatically different. Uh, yes, of course. Totally, totally different. Uh, no, I, the results from a six-month trial are in, and apparently, this is. Um, um, this is, it's time for this to happen. Fridays need to be a day off for everyone. So everyone is, uh, uh, wants that three-day weekend. Yeah. Would it, you rather have Friday off or Monday off, though? I don't, it wouldn't matter. At that point, it would be three days, and I wouldn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, and, I, and I guess even could be broken up. What about what about two on, three off type of thing, you know? Or, or I mean, uh, like shifts. Uh, two on, one off, three on, two no, off. No, I don't ever want to work on the weekends. <laughs> okay. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be okay with the the three two. All right. So the trial involving thirty three companies and employees in six countries, organized by Four Day Week Global. Uh, but the question is, were workers just as productive working a four day work week? And results were positive. Companies in the program reported increased revenue and happier and healthier workers with a three day three day weekend. Yes. All right. Employer since soothing solutions. This claims a lot of the four yes employer since soothing solutions thick is thick sick, soothing solutions uh, claims the capper, soothing solutions that's, 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 that's. the four day work week has allowed employees to explore hobbies and spend time with loved ones look I built a ship in a bottle uh, in fact the let's see here one of our employees they said from the uh, from the establishment said that. Uh, uh, one of our employees has an elderly parent who is extremely ill, and she got to spend three, four days a week with them, according to the founder of this. So, so. this is interesting because I read an article, uh, I think it was in Forbes, about the businesses putting the big push on getting people back in the office. But you could do both. I mean, yeah. this is always, even when that was the case, if you had the three-day weekend, which are awesome. I do like extended. I'm, I'm actually better with the long weekends than I am with very long vacations. That's why we're doing it in uh, July and August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Past couple of years. It's, yeah. it's worked out nicely. We've taken, that's our actual vacation time, and yeah. we've decided to use it that way. So, um, like you guys, I'm a proponent of the four-day work week, three-day weekend, whatever. I, I'm just um, cynical in thinking that it'll ever actually happen. Oh, not in our lifetime. No. And, and it's, it's kind of like the daylight saving time shift. Like, that's never probably going to happen, so I've just become accustomed to the fact that Probably for my the rest of my working life, it'll yes. be a five-day work. Do you think we could switch a Monday and Friday? Begin the week with Friday and then end with Monday. No. And end with Monday. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I would, like, for, for what we do, I would prefer to work on Friday and, and have off on Mondays because I just love the Friday vibe here. Like, I agree. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I mean, we have that fr- vibe on Thursday. We could have that vibe on Thursday. <laughs> You're right. That's what I'm saying. But also, um, any idiot could <laughs> We have, uh, like, comedians and stuff like that. Yeah, it's we, in relation to the listeners, too. Like, yeah. you know, I think listeners respond to our, f- our Friday vibe. And right. so, if they're on the same vibe that we are, it makes for a better show. A couple of years ago, I did like a little poll on Twitter and I was surprised at the results as to which day people preferred and it was either Sunday or Friday because people have off on Sundays but they still work on Friday. I prefer Friday. And people prefer Friday oh, even though they're working. Dramatically. Sunday you're counting down the clock yep. and Friday you've got the weekend ahead of you. In fact, I will say Thursday evening, Thursday afternoon and evening is glorious in many yeah, ways. It's not Friday bad. after work, okay, we're going for it. Saturday, awesome, even into the night. You can stay up late. Yeah. 
We, for us, time off is, for me, is felt more acutely in how late I can stay up. Yes. As yeah. opposed, because oh, we, totally. right? Because yeah. we are home yeah. in the afternoons, yeah. you know? And so that's not felt as much. That's like when they close the offices early here. We yeah. would have to stay around to, yeah. to uh, take advantage of that. Yeah, we would have to stay late to get out early. <laughs> yeah, really, Saturday's only the the only really good day. Enjoyable of the week. day, right? It's the only oh. really good day. Of the you week. know what I love is a big fat old nap on Friday right after work. You know, it's good just too. Getting, yeah, just get yeah. in the, the nude on oh. your front. On my front lawn, yes. Well, and, and because you don't have to be concerned about, all right, I can't sleep too long uh-huh. uh, in my nap because I'll be up all night. Yep. And so, yes, a good Friday nap is pretty fantastic. I love falling asleep in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Oh, <laughs> God, yes. It's so fun. <laughs> now, Case, you won't relate to this anymore, but I'll tell you what I absolutely love about Friday. That first swig of beer is just, <laughs> oh, my God, is it magical. I will Especially even, in the summer. Yeah. I will take. I will open a beer. Doesn't matter the season. I will open a beer, and I will literally. And Kathy, you will love this. I just sit there before I drink it. I stick my nose down in that bottle, and I inhale that scent, and I just go. So I hear, and I'll do it like three times, and I'll be like, "Oh, here we go. Come to Papa. Like here we go. I hear you do it because it's here in the office that you crack your first right, beer. Right. <laughs> But there's something that's just so magical about that. <laughs> on that front, you're right, though, Case. There's 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 a lot of freedom after work on Friday that is just unmatched. Yeah, yeah, and, I love and, it. Then you get all day Saturday, but um, Sunday, I do, I do I do start to have have uh, little wisps of thoughts about Monday at some points on Saturday as well. The Sunday scaries are a real thing. I mean, I, like <sighs> I've I've had them since the college, worst. and yeah, they just sort of creeps in your brain and. Listen, uh, annoying. Nick, we, we are charged with putting on a masterful, right. wildly entertaining show every day. I know. Yeah, that's a lot and of responsibility. It's just a lot of responsibility. A lot of pressure. Right. Masterful. <laughs> yeah. Wildly entertaining. It's a winning. veritable clinic in how to be broadcasters. And we know that the, the weight of that is on us as yeah. we're sitting there on Sunday afternoon. Ooh. But, Nick, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not holding out hope at all that it will ever happen. Uh, it, 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 it may happen after we retire. Was that case? We're just going to do it ourselves. Yeah. So, <laughs> If you want anything done, our next contract uh, uh, negotiation. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I want extra spinach. <laughs> our next contract negotiation in eight years. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up on seven. It'll be seven. So right. But, uh, yeah, we'll spinach in a four-day work week. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, I'm sure you know my agent, Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Saw a couple other things. Um, and, yeah, I guess we're doing that. <laughs> a much-beloved character. Uh, GM's first-ever electrified Corvette. They they announced this yesterday. Uh, will be available later this year. Yes. <laughs> electrified? It's grease Personified? Yeah. Is it uh, just as fast? Uh, it's faster. Wow. So it's it's going to start at hundred and four grand. by the way. So it ain't cheap. Uh, it will be so. It's it's not fully electric. It's actually a hybrid. Oh, I love the idea of the hybrid. And uh, it's also all wheel drive, which is a, another first. For, I love getting all the wheels. Uh, for <laughs> well, they've always had uh, positive traction essentially on uh, um, oh. uh, on uh, Corvettes, but this will be an all wheel. Are drive. you sure? <laughs> positive. What is positive traction? <laughs> so what? <laughs> Can they start making the regular gas vehicles look as cool as the electric vehicles? 
Did you see like the? the Case, there's a ton of. I don't know if I believe that. The lyric that Cadillacs makes is is awesome. The new uh, Lincoln that they make is pretty awesome looking. I so I, I maybe I haven't seen those, but I have yet to see an EV car that makes me go, "Wow, that's badass." Uh, they're certainly different. But it doesn't quite do it for me yet. I'm not saying that they won't no. and that they they don't exist. But I personally haven't seen one that's made me go, "Wow!" That's Tesla awesome. started the ball rolling with doing something that that's a sleek looking car and getting there. The e-tron, the Audi um, e-tron GT, uh, another one. That, and they're 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 around it. But the case, I, yeah, I agree with Preston. There's uh, I'm still waiting for that. It blows me away. Yep. Uh, we'll get there. But I the, the, the concept of the hybrid. And you have a hybrid, do you not? Uh, our van is a yeah, hybrid. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a plug-in hybrid. Yeah, I think that's a great concept. And it, we make those look sexy as well. The other thing make I like me the, look sexy. Oh, you already do. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, especially when you do Doctor You Chet and me let's have some soup later on. <laughs> you like Chet, Chet Wainwright? Oh yeah, yeah, the way you look at the camera. Yeah, thank you, man. Excuse me, Doctor Wainwright. Mm. There it is. He still got it. He still got it. I what were you going to say? No, uh, I like. The, so they were making these with the Charger and the Challenger. <laughs> The Charger and the Challenger, they you know the, these retro cars that they bring back, they make them look sleek. I yeah. would love for them to bring that back a, a retro car that has all the bells and whistles of like new technology, but looks like the original. I would love to see like an sure. like like a Challenger. Yeah. Well, they, that is is boxy like the old Challenger was. They yeah, but has all the modern. They, they just came out with the. It was the was it the Challenger or was it the? Um, I remember because, and I'm not sure which one it was, but they made sure to include a rumble emulator. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. and so that, so that you'd get close right. to the rumble. Yeah. Casey wants it to look exactly, yeah. right. the, the outside I, of it to look exactly a Chevelle. like it. I'd love to see a Chevelle. I, I you know... Uh, I really like the way those cars looked. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, Gremlin. Moving on about the the details on this uh, on this new vet. Uh, it's called the E Ray, by the way. So it's like a playoff of Stingray. Yeah. Uh, will be uh, the quickest production Corvette ever, Nick. Wow. Uh, it will achieve zero to sixty in two point five seconds. Whoa. A quarter mile in ten point five seconds. Uh, it's similar to some supercars and the current Corvette Z06 track car. Um, but you get a you you're quicker off the line. Is that yeah. base price more expensive than the base price on a on a gas? Uh, I think so. I mean, uh, it depends on which one you buy because so there there are some that are that are over a hundred thousand dollars. Okay, they're they're premium models, right? So if you were to get right, this is not outlandish in the world of Corvettes, right? Yeah, that price. A, the, the Z06, I think, ran under a hundred thousand dollars. Man, I don't know. What about I've, the Potsy? I, I haven't priced one in, in a long time. <laughs> Uh, an all-electric Corvette is expected at some point, but GM has announced uh, has not announced timing for the EV version. Uh, the Detroit automaker is also uh, says that it plans to exclusively offer all-electric vehicles by 2035. Uh, the E-Ray's hybrid system uh, features an electric motor on the front axle that provides 160 additional horsepower and 125 pound-feet of torque. It provides a quicker takeoff than traditional internal combustion engine. In total, GM said the E-Ray produces a combined 655 horsepower from both the electric motor and small block V8. It will be available as a coupe and a convertible. Uh, It's expected to be the only hybrid in GM's lineup when it arrives in showrooms. Uh, GM discontinued hybrid and plug-in hybrid electric vehicles, or PHEVs, over the years to exclusively focus on all electric cars or trucks. So this actually, the battery system is charged mostly via regenerative 
energy from uh, coasting and braking as well as normal wow. driving, so you won't have to plug it in. It's awesome. Yeah. Is, is Tesla, like, losing some steam here because of all these other companies There's that no are... Compa- well, it's only natural. Competition. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they, they, they broke the mold, and they, and they stepped out and, and created, you know, the first production. Yeah, you you got to remember, prior to it, it's like the Chevy Volt is what you saw on the road. Right. Te- Tesla made something sexy. Yeah, if you have if you have success with that, then people are going to follow. Absolutely. And so it's going to take a bite. It's going to take a piece of the pie. Is, is the Tesla going to be the Hydrox of, uh, of electric vehicles? So what, what they will do is they will do a massive upgrade on their... They, they, they're well into a lot of the tech, Mm-hmm. But I think it's time for, like, I've always loved Cadillacs, but yeah. there was a point in time in which I thought the Cadillac looked way too boxy. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And then they also took that emblem. They didn't really change the way. They just elongated it. They made it the shocker. <laughs> uh, Casey, remind me what the hi- Hydrox is. It was the original remember. Oreo. Hydrox came oh, out before yeah, yeah, yeah. Oreo. Okay. And then Oreo's like, oh, really? Okay, we're going to do the same thing but make it better. Uh, Oreo so said, "D's nuts." <laughs> the E-Ray was developed before such uh, plans uh, for the hybrid stuff, in conjunction with development of the eighth-generation Corvette. The C8 is the model that's currently out now. Uh, that came out in 2019. The car was the first Corvette to have a mid-engine design, so the the engines in the back instead of in the front. Uh, so it's going to oh, yeah. look it's going to look like the C8 essentially, and then eventually they're going to have another model. I assume the C9 will be its own electric you know, based look about it. To be honest, if you're in the market for any, we have the auto show coming up. Yep. And that, it, it's oh. it's a wonderful way to go around and see what you like and what you don't like. Here we go, Steve. The uh, the Corvette Z06, which is the all combustion right. engine, it's $106,000. So okay. it's, it's more than yeah. the EV. So it's, this is, hmm. this is uh, competitively priced. Uh, the convertible is about $111,000. Because we're taking off a roof. <laughs> $100,000 cars are so common now yeah mm-hmm. i mean like a few years ago it used to be like it and it is ridiculously expensive to pay that amount for a car but it is so much more common now and trucks and suvs yeah over a hundred thousand dollars it's obscene to think about if you, that yeah and i mean they're they're incredibly i've seen more women driving like f-150s oh, right yeah. is that they are the, the the big you know the big hauling trucks yep and uh, and they're just the, the amenities that are in these vehicles. Yeah, they're expensive. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah my things. friend drives a uh, one of those uh, Cadillac. I believe it's an Escalade, but it's like elongated. It's, it's like a dick for. <laughs> What's a dick for? Cadillac dick for. Um, <laughs> but I got into this thing, and I mean, it was like you know, because I sat in the back seat. I was like, this, this I'm like in a limousine. Right now, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, speaking yeah, of limousines, um, uh, nice there, there, segue, was a, bro. Thank you. there was another story uh, about a TikToker named uh, Marlaville, I think is her name. Anyway, she ordered a uh, an Uber pickup uh, early morning, so she should get to the airport. And she added that she requested a quiet trip. Right. Which Uber says is a trip without any music or conversation from the driver, so you can request this. I had no idea. Uh, so I've never looked into the ways you can tailor your Uber experience or your Lyft experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is apparently fairly common. So when the driver arrived, uh, it wasn't quiet. Uh, there was loud music blaring as they drove. She said that uh, she then politely asked the driver to turn down the music. She said he turned it down like one click. And after about 10 minutes driving loud music, she asked if he could turn the music off uh, for the duration of the ride. Instead of doing that... Uh, he said, uh, I'm going to take you home. Wow. And he turned back around and took her back to her what? house. 
What, you don't like System of a Down? Mm-hmm. In a follow-up video, uh, Mollaville clarified that the driver did not know her address upon deciding to return to her home, asking her to provide it. And she said, I had to give him my address, which is now a safety concern for me. Uh, but she said, yeah, I had, I was, she said, I was confused and honestly concerned because his reaction was so disproportionate. Uh, I called my mom to stay on with me to make sure that I was safe. And she said, I was uh, trying to keep things in perspective. I was confused but not angry. Luckily, I had other options available to me. Isn't there a number I that... I hope he was kinder to his next rider. Isn't there a number you can text if you're an Uber passenger? There is, but... To, I, in I, real time? Yeah, but uh, being, on, being on the phone with your mom probably is a, a better safety net. Right. I, I've done the, the request for the quiet ride on Uber. It's By really the way, easy. she had to get a new driver and a new flight. A new flight? What? Yeah, she was going to the airport. No. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry, Nick. Go ahead. No, it's, it's super easy to just uh, ask for that. And then uh, and the num- driver knows. They got, he yeah. should have been informed that that was a... Right? And he should have certainly uh, yeah. complied with her request. I had an Uber ride uh, two or three weeks ago that was the best Uber ride I've ever had. It was like a personalized chauffeur. She uh, she had like breath mints. Huh. She, had, she, nice. she was like, what color would you like it in the car? She, had, awesome. she could change the colors. It was unbelievably plush. And, What's your favorite animal? Uh, yeah, we were talking about <laughs> giraffes. I got one in the trunk. No, that is so cool. No, that was hers. Oh, yeah. I like when they do that. And sometimes they'll put little bottles of water in the back seat for yes. me or whatever. Can I speak on that real quick? Yeah, please. Just, just for a second. I'm sorry to interrupt, Kathy, because I know you want to say I was in with somebody when we took an Uber ride one time. And um, the, the floor kind of had, it, it wasn't, the car wasn't in great shape. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person I was with was thinking about maybe giving like a, a, a medium mm-hmm. rating. And I said, "No, did you notice though? It, the like there were stains on the carpet, but it had been cleaned. Like right. this was yeah. as clean as the vehicle could have been gotten. And maybe that person's working their way. This guy's using to, his uh, personal vehicle. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, think about it. it I, I looked around too because yeah. I noticed it. It was kind of a, a, the car was slightly beat up, but they had cleaned it and they had they had gotten it to as good looking. Trying as hard as yes. I thought that deserves even a little bit more. Like I a, think a really so. good I, tip. You, good call. I yeah. agree." I had an Uber not that long ago, actually, during our Christmas break, and uh, he had some sort of air freshener in his car. Oh, you love those. Oh, <laughs> my God. I So I was with a, we were with a bunch of people. It was a bigger car, and they were all laughing at me. I had the window down and was, like, hanging. It was freezing oh. and raining, too, and I mm. was hanging my nose out the window because it was so strong. It was making me sick. Put your nose inside. Um, <laughs> but I was like, what? And then we figured it out before we got what out. Was Whatever it, it was was um, on the vent, so it was like... Yep. It was uh. like Oh, yeah, yeah. Blowing back directly into my face. Jeez. Rochelle likes those. I've always, yeah. I have oh. to say, like those. between the uh, the Uber and the Lyft experiences, I've always had good drivers, good experiences. You know, the, the, like you say, you put those things like a little couple bottles of water and some mints. Yeah. yeah. A really nice you know, touch. Yeah. yeah. What are your uh, Uber scores, by the way? Your, your personal Uber ratings? Oh, it's, man. it's been a while no, since no. I've taken. Uh, um, if you click on your Uber app and then you go to your account, it says it in the upper... <laughs> Uh, Mine says best is ever. What, the drivers rate us? Yeah. 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 Did you know that? No. Yeah, because oh, you, yours says that delicious. I'm 4.85. <laughs> Where do you find it, Casey? Uh, uh, click on account lower right and uh, then upper left. Oh, upper 4. left. 4.7. I'm a 4.9. Oh, I'm a 4.772. Okay. I'm a 90. Oh, wait, wait that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's, sleep that's your sleep yeah. number. Nick, what are you for? What? 4.85. I'm the lowest. I'm, look, I'm looking for my app. rock. Do you tip present? Uh, I tip yeah. cash. You tip cash? I tip cash. That Why? way they don't, so they don't have to claim it. And I always say that. I'm like, you know, you can fudge your tax records if you feel like it. Hey, I, I'm actively encouraging you to not pay taxes. <laughs> Are they, do they do they comment as well? Well, that's why I'm looking at the rides because I want to see, like, who gave me a good score and who didn't. Yeah, you can't. Oh, bummer. I think, uh, I, and I think it's the other way around. So that way, 
they can't take retribution on you. Here, here you go. How I'm your, going to kill you. How your rating is calculated. Uh, an average of the ratings you've received from drivers. It's measured out of five stars. Ratings are anonymous, so neither you nor your driver will ever see an individual rating that you've received. Very few people have a perfect rating, so don't despair if your average isn't 5.0. Things that seem small to you can matter to your driver. It's easy to accidentally slam a door if you're not thinking about it. Uh, knowing a little more about the things that affect a driver's happiness can help you be a five-star rider. Uh, like short wait times. Drivers love when riders are ready to go. God! When they arrive at the pickup location, that includes making sure the location you entered is actually where you'll be. Okay, so here's something on that. I've seen, you know, the little map that it shows? Yeah. And and where you are and where the driver is? Yeah. Like, I've gotten confused on which way I'm walking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm headed down the wrong way on this block. i got to turn around. And where is this? And you can't find it. So maybe that's where my lackluster... <laughs> Because I have been had to like run across the street and flag the guy down because I haven't been able to find out Especially exactly in where cities. they are. Like, yeah. Walking around a city block, that's where it gets super challenging. Yeah, I'm trying to think of which airport I was at where there were two levels, and I I thought I was uh, I, I had oh, to be sure. on the lower level, yeah. but I was on the upper level where people got picked up. <laughs> and then you look at the map, and, and you can't I'm tell. Like, I'm here, right, and the, they're literally like right above you or right below you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you need that. All right, so I just had to upgrade. I haven't used Uber in a while. And uh, where, where is it, Case? All right, so if upper you go left. to the lower left where it says account, click on that, and then you look at the upper, oh, I'm sorry, lower right where it says account. Okay. Click that, and then in the upper left, it should say your rating. There's a little star with a number by it. 5.00. Nice. 5.00? Yeah. You have a perfect right? rating. So oh, good. You're perfect. It's five out of five. So I am perfect. beautiful. I'm the lowest. Marissa, do you do you Uber at all? Well, of course you Uber. You live in the city. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. I probably take like eight Ubers a week. What's your score? Um, I am a... Give her a second. She didn't open sorry, it up yet. Sorry, okay. sorry, They make you upgrade, and if they it, it disappears from your... If you if you're well over the time that the the uh, the app has been upgraded, it disappears from your phone, your uh, menu face. Oh. oh, okay. Well, I'm not as good as Steve, but I have a 4.9. Nice. Okay. nice. 4.9. Yeah. yeah, press. I the first time I ever Ubered uh, was in Chicago last year. I hadn't. I didn't know how oh, to no do way. it. Yeah, yeah. I never. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I don't like. I don't drink, so like I can always drive everywhere. Okay. Do you so. use Lyft at all? Well, okay, then no. that's why you asked me you should you, you should give that guy a bad rating. Yeah. Or not. Okay. Yeah, I was the guy. I was the mystery <laughs> guy we were talking about. That was the first time God, I this guy's a nothing slob. Yeah. I didn't know how to do it. Well, now you know. <laughs> all right. Uh, hey, let's let set that hobo on fire. I got <laughs> something else. Uh, so there is a contest in Iowa, and it's called the husband calling contest. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it it's, it's really funny. Uh, the oh practice God. has generated buzz after footage of the 2017 Iowa State Fair event went viral on TikTok. Uh, footage shows women stepping up to the mic and demonstrating how they summon their husband. I love this. Do we and, have audio? Uh, oh, I, I need to hear that. I didn't go look it up. but See um, if there's any audio available, Marissa? Yeah, I'm sure Thank you. she There's can plenty. find it. Uh, so, by the way, do, uh, do you guys yell in your house yes. when you're trying to... No, I'll text. ...find someone else in the I'd house? I'd rather... I hate yelling in the house so much that I, if I'm Dude. downstairs and I, like, I need something from Ben or Andrea, I'll text them and, and then go track them down. <sighs> Rochelle yells. No. And so she will do it, and I love her to death, uh, obviously, but she will do it. Oh, she, it'll be like this. It'll be like, Carter! 
Carter. Carter. Okay, I won't get to that point. Carter. Oh my God. And I'm like, go upstairs. <laughs> he can't hear you. So maybe two, but then I go. I just go. I'm not. I'm not going to be going. Oh my god! Because um, I'm in, I, I sit in the back room quite a bit. That's where my TV is. That's where my spot is. And uh, the dog Reggie will come up and let me know that he needs to go out, and I don't feel like getting up. And so I will. I'll yell to whoever I think is closest. Yeah. yeah. And then, but the kids know that, so they will not answer. <laughs> they don't want to let the dogs out. Either. It's just they ignore like, you. you it's just the two of us in the house. <laughs> yeah. So it, 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 it's either you. It's either me or Claire. That's uh-huh. it. So, yeah. But you you have options, but the options ignore you, clearly. Oh, they ignore yeah. me. Oh, they're now, the, the texting thing, though, it can be hit or miss because, I mean, I like, I don't always. I, I yeah. Mine's muted all the time. Uh-huh. I told you because we work in a studio. I'm so used to having the, the, the speaker muted all the time. So I may not get that text. Do you do you so. have um, do you have uh, Alexas around the house, Echoes? Yes. So you, Well, you... not the Echoes. We, we used them for a while, but... I got tired of them because every now and then I would, I would have uh, uh, music playing in one room and then I'd go to a different one and music was playing there, a completely different type of music for whatever reason. It kept uh-huh. happening over and over and over wow. and over. So I'm like, ah, screw this. this yeah, I don't know confusing. how to do that tap in thing. You, you drop in. I say like Claire's on the third floor, so drop in Claire's bedroom and then you. So you say that to the one Alexa and then it'll drop into the other. Right, right, yeah, Ooh. and it becomes an. Intercom. Then what does it do? Intercom. It, it, it'll intercom talk. to her room. Yeah. Okay. and she can talk back to you. Yes, yeah, and then they can hear you without you, and you don't know. So my wife's like, drop into the bedroom, and she just hears. Yo, no, ever heard of jerknate? <laughs> yeah, you'll hear a notification. Oh, you an want, alert. It'll announce it to you. So, uh, but no, I haven't used that. No, we everybody yells. Am I not everybody? But I just it drives me crazy. But uh, apparently, it's a contest. And uh, oh, we have. Um, do you want to hear? We, we can go fourth place or third place. Which one do you want to hear? We'll go backwards. All right, fourth, fourth this to is third. Fourth, this is fourth place. I think Merce is working on uh, okay second and first. Right, these are the husband callers. Bob, Bob, Bob! Oh, hurry up! I don't want to be late. Oh, you Bob! Bitch. Hurry, hurry! Bob, Robert, Dean. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, that was a fourth place. Fourth winner. place. Okay. What? No, that is... would bother a lot of me. <laughs> Well, I think oh, it's, like, it's intended oh to. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. Stop bothering me. All right, here's... Uh, <laughs> That's Bob. Here's third oh, place. Oh, shut up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Have that ready. There we go. Shut up, woman. <laughs> wow. It was a little bit cute. That's, 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 uh, that's uh, sort of bizarre. Coco. Why the F did I marry this? <laughs> All right. Second place contestant. Daryl! <laughs> 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 what was that? I don't know. Oh I like Daryl, though. Daryl! Maybe that's somebody else named Ray! In the house. <laughs> All right, and this is first place right here. All right, I think she's calling Roy. Roy. Uh, here we go. Can you hear me? You get yourself in here right now. Come on. You know you're going to be late again, and you know that I want to get there on time. Roy. <laughs> Roy, 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 Roy. 
Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, shut up, woman. Yeah. So we saw the video. <laughs> so apparently, that was like an older yeah, woman. Dr- yeah, I think he was playing a bit of a character. Wearing oh. a cute little hat uh-huh. and everything. So. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we used to do the, uh, what was it, the um, the Kentucky Derby, but we had um, wives carrying their husbands. What, what yeah. do you call that? Uh, we called it... Oh, the run well, for the roses. It was, it was the run for the GD roses. Yeah, because oh, right, yeah. that was the client at the time. Right. Yeah. 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 Is that similar to this? <laughs> I think it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful contest. It's a lovely contest. Yeah, yeah. I told you guys about the lady at my swim club growing up. She didn't know how to whistle, so she would come through <laughs> the front gate. And her this is a way she would call her kids because she couldn't whistle. She would just hear her going, woo woo, woo woo. <laughs> would she go? <laughs> What is it again? <laughs> um. So anyhow, I, I don't know what these guys won, but uh, yeah, apparently that's a regular thing. And and right now, this uh, this video has over 16 million views. Oh my god! So it's gonna get it. <laughs> like, you gonna hang on to that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they play that along with Bobby and Cindy. Yeah. So yeah. The, the, the third son they let die. Yes. Yeah. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Play well. <laughs> Mike, where's Daryl? We lost him. You can't add reverb to it, can you? Yeah. The Daryl? Uh, yeah. Not over here. Well, yeah, you can. Send it to me and I can... No, I can I can do right, that right, right now. He's going to... Uh, where is the reverb thingy? I have it. Hit I... a couple of buttons and switches and things like that. <laughs> there, there's reverb. Uh, I can do... Where the freak... Okay, here we go. I can just do... Yeah. A, I'm going to do a little bit. And Cut. then we will commit. Let's see if that did anything. Daryl! Yeah. Well, that's room reverb. That's yeah, all right. That's, that's okay. Right. Yeah, it still works. Yeah. All right, there's one more thing that I want to mention uh, today, and then we'll uh, move along. But uh, I thought this was pretty cool. There was a guy, um, Royce Williams, Navy pilot for more than 50 years, could not talk about an epic Korean War dogfight that he was in. Mm. Uh, it was with seven Soviet fighter jets. Amazing. Uh, he had been sworn to secrecy because of Cold War sensitivities, and all mention of the battle was scrubbed from the official records. And now, the 97-year-old California resident is going to receive the Navy Cross, which is the second highest award for combat valor. Uh, he said Friday afternoon that he's uh, pleased uh, to get the recognition. This might be a step to him eventually getting the uh, Congressional, uh, Congressional Medal, Medal of, Honor. of Honor. Yes, he said, my friends have been trying to get this for me for a long time. Uh, so the schedule, uh, the ceremony is scheduled for the 20th uh, at noon at the San Diego Air and Space Museum in the Balboa Park, by the way. It is a pleasure to meet all of you. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know there was a Korean War. <laughs> I know Evolutionary, I know Sybil, and... I know, Evolutionary. Yeah, and a couple others. The Evolutionary War. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's what happened, uh, which is pretty wild, which is why I bring this up. Uh, it was uh, November 18th, 1952. Williams was in a uh, F-9, F-5, or F-9, F-5 uh, Panther jet uh, patrolling the uh, Yalu River, which separated North Korea and Soviet territories. Uh, the Soviets were directly involved in the war, but they had planes. Uh, they weren't directly involved in the war, but they did have planes in the sky protecting their airspace. Uh, Williams and three other Americans, also in Panthers, encountered uh, seven hostile Soviet MiG-15s 
the other U.S. planes were soon scattered by engine trouble and enemy fire, and then Williams was alone in a dogfight. Oh, uh, he shot down four of them. It's amazing. Before escaping to a uh, an aircraft carrier. Um, and he said a lot of it was awareness of where they were and how I had to maneuver to avoid them. Uh, they were taking turns. And I decided if I concentrated on shooting them down, I'd become an easy target. So my initial goal was to look for defensive opportunities uh, when they made mistakes. Uh, he landed. When he landed, he counted 263 holes in his aircraft. And he was uninjured. Uh, Worried about, and here's why they had to keep it a secret. They were worried about drawing the Soviets into the Korean War. Uh, So U.S. military commanders hushed any public mention of the battle. Uh, Williams got uh, pats on the back and shared a cocktail with uh, President-elect Dwight Eisenhower, uh, but was ordered not to tell anyone, not even his wife. I mean, it was like national security. This is Coke and champagne. I call it cocaine. Uh, he served <laughs> another 23 years in the Navy, including 110 missions over Vietnam. So how? when was he allowed officially? When When did they, just recently they did this? So in early in the early 2000s, U.S. records from the Korean War were finally declassified. Okay. And word of the dogfight started to spread, especially in military aviation Good. Uh, circles. And so... Uh, then you got to get the paperwork rolling and, and yeah. try to uh, get recognition. Once the war was over for decades, I, you, the risk was no longer there of drawing them into the Korean War. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they, they hold on to, to stuff like that. I know. And, and, it's crazy. And wait for a long time. It was like um, uh, the movie Argo. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was a CIA operation, and they had to keep it quiet for a long, 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 long time. Eventually, uh, they were able to recognize uh, the people involved in that. Yeah. You know, so they, they hold on to it because it's sensitive for it. You ever do a Google uh, search over North Korea, Google or, or Bing? Um, it's like the satellite. That's crazy. Yeah. Is, is it blank? It, no, I mean, no, you can you can see stuff, but it's just, it's. I've uh, done it over the White um, House before and they don't let you, like, the, you can't see certain really? things. Yeah. Oh. There's tons of, though, of, the, of, of, of uh, documentaries and footage where you're, you can see, even from space, you know, you're seeing. South Korea yeah. <laughs> lit up, and North Korea yeah, the, the, nothing. Uh, one of the Apple TV screensavers is uh, them yes. going over that that part of the peninsula, and you can see the line where South Korea begins. It, and like, uh, no pun intended, it's like night and day. No kidding. Yeah. Bam had told us years ago when he was there was that some sort of a, of like the uh, the gumball rally. Yeah, remember they were driving around the, the world. Yeah, and um, he ended they ended up in North Korea. Somehow there was some special accommodation. Yeah. But literally, like at around seven thirty at night, they shut the lights off yeah, in the city. Wild. Yeah. They said they lost their friend. Is um, what was his name? Daryl, I think. <laughs> they were looking yeah, everywhere yeah, yeah. for him. <laughs> All right, and on that note, we're wrapping this up. Uh, we need to take a break, so we. <laughs> So we will take a break and we will come back in a moment. And what are we doing next? We do it in the bizarre file next. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Join Casey Boy from the Preston and Steve Show Friday from 3 to 5 at Acme at 19th and Oregon in South Philly for an official Eagles pep rally. Play against Casey in our inflatable and indoor football toss to win prizes, samples, Eagles merch, and more. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Bridge on the Vine. 
Uh, westbound, you're slow the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Expressway. North 95 <laughs> slows at Columbus Boulevard. That's right lane construction. And then uh, in New Jersey, on the New Jersey Turnpike, northbound at 73 right lane construction. Uh, 55 northbound slowing Deptford to the 42 freeway. And then that construction that was there yesterday, again, on the Tacony palmyra Bridge, both directions jammed. Uh, construction, uh, they have uh, lane restrictions in both directions because of the construction. This traffic report brought to you by... Oh, damn it. Takes a long while for that stuff to come out. Whole Foods it? Market. The berry savings are bursting at Whole Foods Market. A pint of blueberries is just three forty-one with Prime through January 24th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Is the phone ringing? <laughs> yeah. Did he leave? <laughs> no, no, he's right there. No, he's right there. <laughs> Casey calling Bill's phone once again. Preston told me to. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Your idea. <laughs> All right, let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Connecticut School of Broadcasting. This year, invest in yourself and your future at CSB Media Arts Center in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Broadcast media training in months, not years. So schedule yours today, your tour. Uh, go to uh, gocsb.com. Visit gocsb.com. And they'll tell you how to do reads like that properly, like I didn't. <laughs> well, really, the first lesson is uh, turn your ringer off when you uh, oh, that enter might the be studio. Yeah. One of the first ones. All right. We're going to start with a pretty disturbing story here. A mother and son duo are accused of running a brothel out of a oh. South Florida home uh, with one sex worker alleging that she was paid by how many condoms were used by the end of her shift. <gasps> well, you know, a lot of times uh, a mother will stick a kid in front of the TV. At least they were doing something <laughs> together. Uh, the relatives were caught after investigators began probing a complaint that a 15-year-old girl, or that 15-year-old girls were being uh, offered to men for sex. So it's really oh. depraved. Under surveillance uh, and by developing fake, developing fake Johns, Authorities said detectives learned that 28-year-old son, uh, Glenn Jan Zuniga, uh, his last name is Latin, actually. There's okay. more to that name. And a 52-year-old mother, Amparo Latin Barillas, Barillas uh, were allegedly running the brothel. The mother was reportedly in charge of working the door and accepting cash payments. Uh, an arrest affidavit reportedly states that Johns would come in and fork over $50 before they were handed a card. Next, they'd be, uh, they would uh, choose a commercial sex worker and go into a room where they had to hand over the card and Jane ex- engage in the sex act. Each act encountered uh, had a 15-minute time limit. Uh, and right. a sex worker that was found by detectives uh, said that uh, she had to work three days a week in which she was paid $25 for every customer. And she reportedly said she averaged between eight and ten customers oh, each day. God. Wow. And would only get paid by the number of used condoms in the end of her shift. Wow. So, thank God the cops got these. That's the my mom. Mother-son yeah, yeah. combo. Oh, gross. Uh, both pay charges of making money from prostitution and maintaining a house of prostitution. They're right. mug shots, too. The son is, like, kind of smiling, and the mom is, like, smirking. Ugh. Hey, Ma, Ugh. look at that camera. All right, something lighter. An Ohio man was arrested for leaving Walmart with a cart full of meat without paying. And investigators say he filled a suitcase with meat when the shopping cart stopped rolling. So I don't know if he took the suitcase right. from the Walmart as well, but he filled up a suitcase with meat. Well, sometimes you run out of room. Uh, the man said he took the meat in order to sell it to restaurants at a discount. Yeah. 
He did not specify which venues he sold his wares. This is to. my business. I steal from your inventory and I sell it to other uh, restaurants. By the way, this is he's sixty two years old. This is the seventieth time that he's been arrested. Wow, seventieth time. All right, we're going to go from uh, messed up to nicer brothels. We're going to go back and forth. So a California mother of four known as the Dancing Hiking Queen posted heartbreaking videos of herself moments before she slid hundreds of feet to her death on an icy slope. Crystal Pollock Gonzalez Landras uh, was reportedly hiking on the icy Baldy Bowl of Mount Baldy uh, when she slid an estimated five to 700 feet on Sunday. Uh, Sheriff's Department received a call about an emergency signal from a GPS device after the incident. Uh, the Sheriff's Patrol chopper responded to the scene, and uh, they hoisted the woman, but she's come to her injuries before she could be flown to the hospital. So she had one of those personal uh, GPS devices? I don't know. I guess so, yeah. because yeah, so. I got one for... Uh, my wife was in a uh, rural part. She was on a trip in Africa, and I got her one that would, if there had, was any sort of trauma or anything, it would have indicated yeah. where she was. Oh, wow. Steve, in this uh, uh, news report that I have in front of me, it says uh, that there was a, an SOS message from a Garmin InReach device. That's is, what I had. I yeah, had that yeah, as well, yeah. yeah. Uh, they posted, she posted a video of herself months before, uh, moments, I'm sorry, before she slid to her death. That's terrible. She's the second person to have died on Mount Baldy, by the way. Stay off Mount Baldy. A hero Brit saved his family and hundreds of swimmers when he spied a 20-foot shark with his drone. Yeah. Uh, David Alfonso was uh, filming wildlife and spotted the beast's fin while his wife Christy and their two-year-old son, Sonny, played in the water's edge. She FaceTimed Christy to get uh, to safety, and she alerted beachgoers. Uh, David then used his drone to guide lifeguards on a jet ski to the beast. He's That's like, pretty amazing. Essentially just followed the drone. Probably, he, everyone was probably annoyed by that freaking thing, but it saved lives. Uh, they confirmed that it was a great white and called in a helicopter. Whoa. It sounded a shark alarm, and lifeguards uh, had uh, shut the beach down uh, for hours. Uh, David said, uh, good job. I had my drone up there. There must have been up to thousands of people on the beach, and I saw these sharks, possibly great white or bronze whaler. Just 10 feet from or so from uh, swimmers and 6 feet from the shore. So I make it a rule of thumb to never swim at any beach where they have shark alarms. Ah, the <laughs> outline was unmistakable. He said it looked so menacing. And I but couldn't, really not. I couldn't leave my wife and son in the water or anyone else. I fly with an iPad and I show the lifeguard the screen. Apparently the shark was huge up close. And if it was in the shallows, it was looking for prey, they said. So uh, he was able to warn them. It's crazy looking at the video footage of this thing. All right, this is really weird. A glowing obituary for a Utah man who allegedly killed his entire family in a murder-suicide plot said that he, quote, this is the obituary said, quote, he made it a point to spend quality time with each and every one of his children. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> you can't murder them all together. And this is an online fundraiser bizarrely replaces him with an image of Jesus in a family photo. Oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't anyone proofread? Police believe uh, Michael Hate gunned down his wife, Tasha, their three daughters oh. who were 17, 12, and 7, and two sons who were 7 and 4. Uh, two weeks after she had filed for divorce. Correction. Photograph was of Jesus. Uh, also killed in the massacre with his mo- was his mother-in-law, Gail. Uh, but an obit published in the Spectrum did not mention the killings and painted an angelic picture of the shooter saying that he excelled at everything he did and graduating from high school in 1998 as a sterling scholar in business. He achieved the rank of Eagle Scout, of course, the post said. Oh, wow. 
uh, and also said that the dad lived a life of service. Whether it was serving in the church or in the community, he was willing to help with whatever was needed. Uh, meanwhile, a GoFundMe account was set up by the family, bizarrely, uh, and it replaced uh, hate with Jesus in a family photo. Uh, the fundraiser, which doesn't mention him, had raised almost $95,000 by Monday. Uh, so that is very weird. So he, he murdered seven people and then killed himself. Uh, this is the first I'm hearing of this story. Yeah, I guys? saw this a couple weeks Did ago. Did you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it took uh, the first week of January. But, well, I remember uh, being caught by how much the guy looked like Jesus. It was, it was, <laughs> yes. over, a, it was over a weekend. Yeah. So. All right, and then finally, one last story. Uh, Vinny Dashkowitz of Connecticut found a black bear hibernating peacefully under the deck of his house. Yeah. Uh, the family has decided to leave the bear. Is this timber time? Who will hibernate until the weather turns warm. He's Uh, adorable under there, by the way. They've named him Marty and reported that he's massive, but they said, yeah, he's super chill. Because he's hibernating. Uh, Follow the adventures of Marty Bernard on TikTok and Instagram. His bio reads, currently, I am hibernating until I'm ready for a hot bear summer. I enjoyed eating this family's pets. Uh, Marty will likely vacate by early April, but they're just keeping an eye on him under the, the... porch. They'll walk out there and he's underneath. They keep, you know, like a live cam and stuff. It's crazy. All right, there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we got another break to take. We'll come back in just a moment and we'll see if you've been paying attention. Lesson question. Oh, Kathy, I need to call her for the secret text word. Who's it going to be? Seven. All right, call seven. Good number. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com slash health for more details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. One of the things we like to do on Wednesday is give some free stuff away via the secret text word. And we have a winner on the line, if they can tell us what the word is. So we're looking for caller number seven. That happens to be Dan. And we talk to Dan now. Good morning, Dan. Oh, Dan with a hearty you who Dan, what is our word, our, our secret text word, bud? Strum. Strum. Hey. Yes. Yeah, hang on, Dan. You win, bud, and we are going to give you uh, a pair of tickets to see Sarah Silverman's Growsome Lips Tour. By the way, I love that name. That is hilarious. <laughs> Growsome Lips. Why don't you? Uh, coming to Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City on February 4th. And tickets and information are available at theoceanac.com or the website, oceanac.com. Uh, I would also like to uh, congratulate our other winner, Lorraine Matisa. Mm-hmm. And Lorraine, Lorraine is from Hamilton, New Jersey. So we will give you those tickets as well. Congratulations to you. Something else to give away now, though. Uh, we have a four-pack of tickets to the Philadelphia Wings game which is going to be this Saturday. They're playing the Toronto Rock, and it will be at the Wells Fargo Center. And the question we will go with this morning is, who was the efficient 
at Kanye West's secret wedding, or his recent wedding. Yeah. Man, this is a quick one. I don't know if we'll get an answer for this or not. Maybe. Maybe we'll keep notes, yeah. It was a waiter at what restaurant? There you go. Let's go with that. A waiter at which restaurant was the officiant at Kanye's recent wedding? If you heard that and you know, 215-263-WMMR from early this morning, the (laughs) 6 o'clock hour. Uh, you got a shot at winning, so let's get you on board. And in the meantime, we're going to do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we'll get the story. Steve, what's up this morning? Well, 27-year-old international tennis sensation Nick Kyrgios is out of the Australian Open after what was described as a disgusting goo was drained from an injured knee. Amazingly, upon later inspection, that goo turned out to be Miracle Whip. Whoa. Woo. Woo. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star, 54-year-old Kylie Richards, responding to claims that Ozempic is responsible for her stunning new bikini body. Richards calls the suggestion ridiculous, saying she finally took control of her eating and now eats nothing but Ozempic. (laughs) And finally, Oasis uh, Noel Gallagher and his wife, Sarah McDonald, are divorcing after 12 years of marriage and 22 years as a couple. Sarah says she finally had enough of Noel's constant perky, peppy optimism. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we will see if we can get an answer to our lesson question today. Uh, and the question is, uh, who was the efficient at Kanye's recent wedding? Where did that fi- efficient work? All right, that's the question we have. 215-263-WMMR. Oh, we're going to go to uh, Shauna hey. and go. see if we can. Shauna, <laughs> Shauna, I was hoping. Shauna G. I was hoping you were going to do that, Casey. All right, uh, <laughs> Shauna, are you there? Yes. All right, Shauna, where did this person work that was the efficient at Kanye's wedding, please? Uh, the waiter at Fuddruckers. Ruckers. Yeah. Yes. That's right, Shauna. Hang on the line. We're going to get your information. Shauna. And Shauna Uh We are going to give you tickets, uh, four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Wings game versus the Toronto Rock this Saturday. Rock? Yeah. yeah. January 21st at the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, be there for 215 night when the Wings celebrate all things Philly, and you can score great deals for your whole family. Listen to this $2 pretzels, dollar dogs, and $5 beers. Get your tickets at wingslax.com. All right, music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, Scott, the couple of things to pass along to you. We'll start with this. Um, Axel Rose paid tribute to the late Lisa Marie Presley, sharing his memories of his friend, People.com. I did not know they were friends. Apparently, they were pretty close, too. Uh, he said in the exclusive interview, uh, I will miss my friend Lisa. Her passing, just as her son's or as a kid, her father's, doesn't seem real. Uh, Lisa loved her family, all her children. My heart goes out to them. Uh, Rose, who stayed in close touch with Lisa Marie after the 2020 suicide of her 27-year-old son, Benjamin, added her son's passing was shocking, tragic, and devastating. It was something that, at a point, you obviously didn't want to bring up, but awkwardly would in an effort to let her know that you cared and were thinking about her, about them, and to be of any comfort one could, which she appreciated. He said, I tried to let her know of the constant thinking about her and them and wanting the best for her. 
Axel said, I wanted her to be happy. I felt uh, to feel good about things, at least as much as one could under the circumstances. And really, with the closeness of their relationship, one could hope, but truthfully, it didn't seem, at least without some real time passing, a reasonable reality. Uh, what comes after life, who knows? But I'd like to think that uh, they're together, her and Ben, with her father and Ben's grandfather in some way, and Lisa and the most important men in her life are happy together. Uh, Rose revealed that he was able to talk in depth about Elvis Presley with Lisa Marie. He said, I was fortunate enough to hear about her father and her experiences and memories uh, with him firsthand. Uh, She came to shows. We hung out backstage. It was always great to see her, and she was always fun and super supportive. Mm. Uh, He went on to say that uh, she took great pride in the way her father's story was told in Baz Luhrmann's award-winning Elvis biopic, recalling over the past few months, we spoke a lot about the Elvis movie, which she was very proud of, and especially that it touched on her father's love since early childhood of black gospel and later the blues. And she was very nervous at first how the public would react to the film because it was so important to her to do right by her father. So did not know that they had that connection. Yeah, Austin Butler apparently was, you know, uh, had grown very tight with her as well, and, and he was devastated. Mark Tremonti says that he is sure that a Creed reunion will happen at some point. Uh, During a recent interview, he said there's always talks, people running ideas back and forth, but we don't know as of yet because we're so deep in with this Alter Bridge record that it's tough to kind of get sidetracked right now. Uh, He said, I'm sure that something will happen at some point. Uh, Creed was such a popular band back in the day, it would be a shame uh, to not do something with it, and I know that there's still tons of fans out there that would appreciate it. Uh, so it's just a matter of timing, he said. Korn is celebrating the 25th anniversary of their five-time multi-platinum album, Follow the Leader, by releasing a makeup palette wow. inspired by the album's tracks. Now I can look like Korn. <laughs> and a it lot just of so people happens are doing this. It's uh, Jonathan Davis's birthday today. I tear up every time I hear that. Uh, according to a press release, the this palette consists of eight amazing tracks of various pigmented textures. Huh. Our Corn X Hip Hop Dot or Hip Dot Follow the Leader collection is vegan, free of harmful ingredients. So you cer- can eat it. Certified cruelty free and curated to embrace all skin tones. So, Kathy, this is something that. Uh, Celebrities yeah. are doing? Well, who, no, who else did it? Um, we um, talked about it. Uh, okay. Was it... Uh, I don't know, was it Rolling Stones or... Was it oh, another rock uh, artist, possibly? Who? Yeah. Um, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah. He did, like, nail polish. Nail polish, uh, yeah. Should we do our... Um... Ozzy. Ozzy did something, too. Yeah, I should do nail polish. Let's do a cosmetics palette. Kathy, you and I <laughs> should do nail polish. We should collab. <laughs> yeah. Let's collab. All right. And we'll oh, call it Katie. <laughs> Kathy, I love it. <laughs> yeah, so you're right, Kathy. I wear nothing but Kathy. <laughs> or I wear nothing at all. How would you even spell that? Because it would be spelled Kathy. Well, we'd have yeah. to work with a different way. Yeah. Two T's. Oh, I'm sorry. C A Y. I was going to say K A E T H Y. Kathy. Kathy. And T H E E. Yeah, but then my name wouldn't be in there at all. It would just be him. The bastardization spelling of Kathy. How about, how about yeah, Kathy by Casey? Mm. How you about could, Cassie? You could do Cassie, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. But that's about, just another girl's name. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Kathy she by sucks. Casey or Casey by it's Kathy. It's never going to happen. It's anyways, not. So yeah. how about, I don't know. How about, 
Nick McElwain by Casey and Kathy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Let's go with it. I think you're on to something. No. All right, one last story. Uh, Tony King, one of Rock's most important behind-the-scenes figures of the last century, is going to finally publish his memoirs on January 31st titled Tastemaker. In the early 1960s, King started off at Decca Records before moving on to work for manager Andrew Lug Oldham at the Rolling Stones Luger. offices. Uh, he went on to become the U.S. manager of the Beatles' Apple Records ah. and later the director of promotions for RCA and an exclusive uh, and an executive for Elton John's Rocket Records. And he remains close confidant of both Elton and Mick Jagger and was among Freddie Mercury's best friends. So wow. dude's got stories. Um, during a chat with The Guardian to promote his new memoir, he shed light on his close friend John Lennon's personality. He said, I knew him in the 1960s, and he could be very cutting. I was intimidated by him. I went to L.A. in the 1970s expecting this sharp-tongued Liverpudlian, and instead I got this really soft, vulnerable man, and I couldn't believe it. Those were, was that the uh, May Pang years? Probably. Yeah, if, it was in, if he was in L.A. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tony King remained among Freddie Mercury's very small inner circle uh, throughout uh, his 1991, uh, in, in 1991 and around when he died. And he said he was so brave, shopping until the end, buying up paintings in Christie's auctions. He said, I used to lie on the bed next to him and hold his hand, which was stone cold like a bone. Mm. And they'd bring in paintings that he bought and he'd, he'd prop them up at the end of his bed for him to look at. And I said, Fred, why are you doing this? And he said, what else have I got to do? He said, I can't go out. I can't leave the bed. But at least I can go shopping. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he said he had this wonderful, indomitable spirit about him. So this could be a really cool book. Sure. A lot of interesting stories from some uh, very interesting characters. And there you go. That's the last item up for bids and the price is right. All right. Wow. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. We will wrap up today's program. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize, which is a really great prize this week. And we'll turn it over to Pierre. Hang out. We'll be back in a moment. two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's up clear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double down. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. That's our last song that we will play for the day. Oh, don't worry. Lots of music to go around. Done. Uh, yep, it's what we do here at MMR. Well, it's what everybody else does. We pretty much talk and do that all morning long. But well, we talk about the other people playing lots of music. That we do. Yeah. It's one of the things we do. Absolutely. We have the foremost expert, Mr. Pierre Robert, who will be in shortly to carry you through the rest of your day. The Johnny Bench of music. Fair to say that. Johnny Bench. Sure. Here's Why not? Johnny. Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. 
He's making his way. It's Doc Severinsen and the NBC Orchestra. I'm Ed McMahon. And here's Johnny. Do you remember who the go-to replacement of Doc Severinsen was? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Newsom. Tommy Newsom. Yes, well. Tommy well Tom done. Tom Thompson. Yeah. And occasionally Tommy Tom Tom Thompson. <laughs> from time to time. Yeah. Uh, when Tommy Newsom couldn't make it, Tommy from, Tommy. From Tom to Tom. Uh-huh. From uh, Tom to Tom. Beating those Tom Toms. Yep. <sighs> he, you was, formed the Tom Tom Club. It was fact. actually Ed Shaughnessy was beating those Tom Toms. Yes. The great right. Ed Shaughnessy. Now that's a good memory. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well. And occasionally Louis Belson. But anyway. I digress. Digress. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, how you doing today, man? It's lovely outside. We Excellent. got sun. We got a titch of a wind. But it's uh, good to move you along, to blow you along like a leaf. Yeah, it is, isn't and, it? And one needs to be a leaf from time to time. You do. Yeah. yeah. I feel very leafy today. Uh, a, leaf cool. on a, a leaf on a branch or a leaf in the breeze? Um, a leaf in the breeze today. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. not one of those crumpled up. Ones, one of those ones that's just fallen in the fall and is floating gingerly through things and then landing in other places. Okay, yeah. all right, that's beautiful. Yeah, or is this like a, a drift away song kind of a day for you? Ooh. Every day's a drift away. <laughs> <song for laughs> Some me. days more in particular, yeah. you know, yeah. like a, like a Zephyr song from the Chili Peppers or things along those lines. Well, I hadn't thought of it, but certainly. All right, do you have one in mind? A Zephyr song by the Chili Peppers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will I will play it for you on right. coffee break coming up shortly. What's who did drift away? That's all. Why don't we? Oh, uh, Dobie, Dobie Gray. Dobie Gray. Dobie Gray. Yes. Dobie Gray. Yeah. And Rod Stewart covered uh, it too. Jessica comes to mind as well. The Almond Brothers. Oh that's a God, drift away that's song. a good drift away. Song. Yeah. Oh my God, that's magnificent. Yeah. Blue sky by the Almond oh, Brothers. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean. Oh yeah. Well, we could oh. do a whole block <laughs> yeah. of drift away songs. Right. Uh, we could oh, let's yeah. just do the whole show. You should do that. You should do that one day. Do a uh, driftway. Okay, I like that, it. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I, and, and you wouldn't play this, but uh, Summer Breeze would. Uh, uh, Seals I, and Croft. I have played yeah, Seals and Croft. Have you? Oh, yeah. I played. I believe I have played Summer Breeze. I played YMCA. On I Friday. saw the video. Yeah, so <laughs> Bill having a heart attack. <laughs> you and Bill. Poor Bill. Uh, yeah. I raised his. Oh, Doby Gray, yeah, yeah, Doby. Uncle Cracker had a second run hit at that too, really? which you hear from time to time. Yeah, yeah, I think it's been covered a lot. Yeah, I don't know if Doby wrote it or not, but he has the original hit with it. He probably did write it, but um, yeah, the old original video of him singing this uh, is him standing, and I haven't seen it in so long. But they they like superimpose a pot leaf. Oh, really? And he's like singing uh, to the weed. Really? Yeah. You know who would do a great job with this song? Kyle uh, McCarty. Yes, he, he would. Yeah. He would crush the song. I yeah. bet he has done this song before. Yeah. Madonna, too, maybe. Madonna? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're looking at uh, at the, the video of uh, Dobie Gray singing it. Yeah, and they, they superimpose. Watch, watch this. They superimpose like a marijuana leaf or something like that. Or those are are those buds? No, those are plants. Those are like orange. <laughs> Maybe California you were just high when you were watching it. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. talk about drifting away. Is that yeah. Tommy Thompson was on the Tom Tom Club. Maybe that's what it was. It, it does leaves, look like pot leaves behind him. him. I'm so. sure it wasn't though. Yeah, probably because he's wearing that '70s open collar, wide collar, yeah, uh, shirt like halfway down your chest that's open. Well, my brother, my, All right. my brother, my sister, my cousins. My uncles. Yes. Now about that letter. 
Wow. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter. You as in unbelievable. All right. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, we have a great prize that we're giving away on Friday, and it is an Impractical Jokers Mega VIP Prize Pack, and it includes... Uh, the once-a-lifetime opportunity to introduce Q, Murr, and Sal to the crowd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion on Friday, February 3rd. Plus a meet-and-greet with the guys and a backstage dressing room for you to have. You can chill in. There's snacks and drinks. <laughs> it's crazy. And you also get four of the best seats in the house. Oh, we're not done yet. Transportation to and from the show. Wow. And a merch pack as well. And we, the President of Steve Show, present the Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour. Uh, which is Friday, February 3rd at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, and tickets are on sale now uh, through Ticketmaster. So we give that away on Friday. You don't hear packages like that much these days. No, no I mean, you guys have the best prizes, let's face it. All the, every single week, um, whether it's the letter of the week or other stuff during the week, I mean, you have amazing prizes, but this is uh, so sweet. This is a good one, yeah. Really cool. Uh, what's up on the program today? Well, we've got another of the signed copy of Monaskin's album called Rush. It's out on Friday, uh, and everybody who wins the record um, this week on vinyl uh, will be in the running for a, a Monoskin custom little turntable, which will mm. be cool. Um, and they're a really fun and cool band. This is their third album coming out on Friday. We have workforce blocks that include the Eagles, that include Corn for Jonathan Davis's birthday, and Excitable Boy, the amazing oh. record from Warren Zevon, was released today in 1978, 45 years ago. Love that album. So, uh, yeah, it's magnificent. From Johnny Strikes Up the Band, Werewolves, of course, Excitable Boy, and um, Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner. Uh, those are just the ones I can remember. So, we will do a block from that album. Wonderful. Maybe All right. some Drift Away songs for next. <laughs> yeah. 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 Please. All right. Let me take a moment to uh, thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme. Uh, markets, of course. Fresh foods. Local flavors. Uh, tomorrow on the program, we'll do a bunch of stuff and we'll have a guest uh, joining us in the studio. Um, Sports reporter Stephen A. Smith. Hey, wow. how about ESPN that? ESPN and Inquirer and all that stuff is going to be in town for, is he doing an appearance, Nick? Yeah, he has a new book, and so he's going to be at the Free Library, and uh, it'll be interesting because I know he's a polarizing guy, but I, I think he's a great radio guy, so we'll be uh, having him in studio tomorrow. All right, wow. that's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Goodbye. WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat ba two ba two ba 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 ga ba ba dot. We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply.